1: To Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast.
0: Holy shit! Yeah,
1: we're back. It's 2017. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that, that was
2: loud. that was weird.
1: <laughs> that was extremely loud, and now it smells like gunpowder in here. If you guys aren't sure, we just popped off like three party poppers. Yeah, yeah a little bit on the. I popped and, uh, off and,
2: uh, Oliver, Alex, and uh, Patrick's face. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, but we're back. It's 2017. We finally
1: broke out of the fucking 2016 blues, uh, as everybody's been calling it this year. But they say that every year, so fuck them. I know. But yeah, we got a great show for you. We're really excited to be back. We hope that you guys had an amazing 2016 celebration, holidays and everything. Uh, I'm sure you guys celebrated something. And if you didn't, you just had a good fucking end of the year, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, so we got uh, got some interesting stuff. This entire episode is going to be dedicated to none other than 2016. Which The sucked. best, the worst, the in-between, the everything that we thought was good for our episodes, like our favorite shots, the works. No, nah. A lot of people
3: fucking died
2: this year. <laughs> yeah, Why, everybody everybody died. died. I know. Jesus yeah.
1: Christ, man. It seems like it anyway, because the internet magnifies yeah, everything. For sure. But yeah, so what did you guys do for the holidays?
3: Oh, I didn't do much. I actually had a show, so I didn't drink. So one
1: day you had a show, and then you, you did, did nothing di- for the rest well, of the day. You did you drink? I,
3: did you say you didn't drink? On uh, New Year's, no, I didn't. <sighs> I, I worked all night, and I came home, played some Final Fantasy, and went to bed. Uh, other than that, I didn't really do anything. Hang out with my family. Yeah? Some turkey. It was good. Oh, we got a new kitty. Yeah, Oh, that's right. dude!
2: That's badass. I got to show you pictures of my cats. Oh, you just get a new one? No, I have three cats that are just badass. They oh. just... <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I got. I used to have three cats, and uh, my wife's uh, cat passed away, and then uh, this cat came to our life, and she kind of reminded her of her, her cat Raven, so she wanted to keep it. Nice. It's a little shit though. It's totally a little terrible. Wow, well, little kid, <laughs> Yeah, I've never I, I th- known I've... a kitty to, to like fully latch <laughs> onto someone's face while they're sleeping. Oh, that's neat. She does that all the time, <laughs> but she has cute little quirks. Like she'll like. Like, get on my like blanket and suck on it, like I have nipples or something. Like, little well, you have, I hope you have nipples.
1: You, are you like, will you be nice and like open your shirt up to let it suck on you? Oh, your yeah, nip? you know it. Is. It's like, like that cat I'm tongue. Not, I'm not I, gay, I have to wait till it's... Kelly goes to work, but. Do you remember the cat tongue thing? Uh, where you could put the thing in their mouth and it would like pat the cat?
3: Oh, yeah, where it cleans them yeah. like it's a so groomer. That's,
1: they just put fake nipples on you.
3: <laughs>
1: it's like, really get into your cat and loving it. <laughs> I have well, no idea. Just put them all around your crotch.
2: Right. <laughs> uh, all the nipples. Yeah. Just put them on your n- fucking nuts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, what about you, Mike? Oh, man. I've been not doing anything. Bullshit. What Fucking... the
1: fuck? You've been doing stuff more
3: than me. Didn't you just go to Vegas? Yeah. Oh, I, I went to Vegas. Oh,
2: dude. <laughs> he totally I, forgot. I
3: went to Las Vegas. I did the gentlemen. same thing when I went to Vegas, too. You forgot? Yeah. Oh,
2: well, that's to... how it, that means that you're doing it right if right, you forget right. that you went there. <laughs> 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 no, but I went to Las Vegas. And uh, yeah, dude, I went to one of my favorite restaurants, uh, Peppermill. Had some really greasy food. Oh, that's a place that's like uh, by Circus Circus,
3: right? And everything inside yeah. is like purple and neon. Yeah, and it's kind of weird. that place. Here. Yeah,
2: it's great. See, fucking awesome, dude. I went there. I went to uh, Frankie's, which is my favorite fucking tiki bar. Okay. Uh, got wasted. And I went to uh, the Golden Tiki, which kind of sucks, but I still went. Then I went to a porn shop with my wife and bought a couple of really crappy uh, porn... DVDs. No, those look oh yeah, he brought like them this. over. <laughs> I brought very them. Top-notch. We're gonna watch them later. Yeah, anyway, we're, we're gonna have sex. Now what, what
1: did you get though? The porn tapes. Oh, I bought uh, porn v- uh, DVDs. Fake uh, killer clowns from outer space. God, they look so real. And they were. They. It's were. almost like the same prosthetics. It's pretty close. <laughs> if you take all the way of the prosthetics and just put a clown nose
2: and some weird hair on <laughs> and horse cock. Yeah. And then I, I got a, a ghost adventure, uh, uh, ghost hunters, uh, porn DVD. Oh, that's right. Wait, what's it called? It's called. Uh, this is not Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's all I did. Uh, but, but that's it, when you did. You did that
1: after Christmas or whatever you celebrate uh,
2: around there. Because I, I, I think I went to Vegas first, then went up north for Christmas, then came back, and um, I'm going up again a little bit. Oh. For AVN, I'm going up for AVN. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. Well, I I don't really want to go. I could care less about AVN. Although, last time for AVN, I met Ed Powers, which is fantastic.
3: But you said you went to a couple of restaurants. Did you ever check out Secret Pizza while you were there? I did not. Oh, dude, you got to go to Secret Pizza. Cosmopolitan, second level. I
2: love Secret Pie.
3: (laughs)
1: <laughs> that sounds like something that's been cooking all night at a club at some girl's pants. Yeah, it
2: just
0: smells
1: secret real. pie.
2: You
3: want a yeah. slice? It's yeah. like pizza. I,
1: you don't know if it's sushi or what. It is. Uh, <laughs> a little sashimi. All right. Well, I I didn't really do much of anything uh, except travel. No, I did a lot actually. That's I went to cool. I went to my hometown to visit my house for the last Christmas that we're ever gonna have there. Damn. I grew up in this house, and I've it's been my parents' house since I was born. So. I went there, got to hang out with pretty much everyone in my family except my brother.
3: Did you get the jerk off in your childhood bathroom again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the weird thing is, is my.
2: He <laughs> left the door unlocked. <laughs> Please, mom, don't find me. I'm in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> the
3: weird
1: thing I found. I'm
2: washing my hair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing I kept finding myself doing, though, is that my mom made my bedroom into a storage closet, kind of. Oh, and huh. then put, made like my old, my brother's old basement room. Um, into the bedroom and it's like really nice in there and they redid the basement and everything. I, um, I kept trying to walk back to my old room out of habit, like just not even thinking about it. Like, why am I headed back here? I don't even know why I'm going here. Uh, and then, Oh, this was funny. I actually went down into the basement. When I was a kid, I was scared of the back room in the basement where the boiler like the fucking the furnace and the fucking washer and dryer and shit are. Is it, that where the bad touch happened? Yeah, no. <laughs> that's where Grandpa I touched just, me. <laughs> I always. My brother Santa said Claus. that I used to stand in front of the basement door and start shaking in my sleep, Dude. and and I was scared of the basement. I used to have dreams and nightmares all the time of falling down the basement or like demons in the basement, and I was just petrified of the basement. I went there. I'm almost forty now. You know what I mean? And fucking, I went into the basement. And I heard, I went to turn on the light, which is like deep into the basement. And I went to turn it on and I heard this weird fucked up noise from the furnace. And I fucking flipped the light on and ran all the way up the stairs. Really? Was it like
3: that scene from uh, Home Alone or whatever?
1: No. (laughs) The wet (laughs) bandits? Christina was in the bedroom where we were staying downstairs. And she started laughing at me. And then she got freaked out and was like, oh. And she (laughs) started
3: running.
1: Anyway, but yeah, I went out there, visited my family. Some I haven't seen in like 15 fucking... Actually, probably like
3: 17, 18 years. Damn, dude. Right. I saw some of those goodies you brought home, dude. Oh, I'm so jelly about it. Oh, that, yeah, dude. all the video jelly, games. Jelly, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, dude, I found a, I found like an old Donkey Kong 2 handheld before Game Boy. Oh, that's worse. It money. was like 80, 1983. <laughs> it was 1983, and then there was a Donkey Kong Jr. handheld... It's like... They call them Cl- or Game & Watch... They're, they're, like, going for, like, 100 to $300. And those are the old
3: school, like, uh, uh, were they LED? You know, they yeah, LED. it was, like, a watch, yeah.
1: and it was also a game. Oh, shit. And, it, huh. dude, like, these things are literally, like, fucking, like, 100 to $300 a piece. I was like, Jesus, they're in, like, pristine, they still work and everything, so I was like, damn, I'm taking these. What the fucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna buy some crack. Did you <laughs> take it?
3: You should take it to, a uh, Fallout games or, um... Eh, we'll see.
1: I don't think they're gonna give me what I want for it
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I, I, it's one of those things i'll just put up on ebay and let it sit there for a while but if anybody's listening and they like that shit you know if you like vintage games this is like rigid like the, some of the your earliest what was handheld.
3: That? what was the blaster you got was that for the snes
1: uh it was for the dreamcast it okay. was the shittier light gun that right. dreamcast made there was a mad cats one that actually works really well and then the sega dreamcast one that didn't work so well. And I have that. That's actually some for like 40, 50 bucks. That's not bad.
3: Yeah. So that's hard to find, I guess. That fishing thing's going for like 120. Yeah,
1: I don't doubt it. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I did. I came back here for fucking New Year's and was sick as fuck yeah. with Christina on the couch. We literally were watching the shallows. And then as, it was like 10 minutes before midnight. And it was like, we flipped it on the, like, you know, repeat New York. Fucking, you know what I mean?
2: Well, you watched the, the fucking nut sack drop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, happy new year. And I drank some peach schnapps and, uh, with some tiki punch. And that was it.
2: <laughs> Straight up,
1: <laughs> yeah. We hope that you guys had a better celebration than all of us. All this sounds like Mike is the winner here. Right? I don't
2: know. I, I did go to Vegas. Oh, I gotta tell you, next time we go to Vegas, or actually, we're gonna go to Vegas. Okay. I'm. I I did go to, to uh, Zach his uh, his 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 museum. Okay. I drove by it. I took pictures. It looks cool. Yeah. Uh, so when we go to Vegas, that's what we're gonna do. Nice. I, i'm fairly certain that oh 100 percent. if i
1: go to vegas i'm going there yeah but i would like to go, i would like to go out when it's open yeah for sure instead of like beforehand i know
2: i, I was just you there don't want with, us to stare at the house. hands
1: yeah no i mean i like vegas there's a lot of stuff to do but i'd rather go there specifically for that i right? know
2: i'm cool with that i was just there and i'm going back in a week oh weeks. okay yeah i'm going back again i i love vegas he's like fuck it you know what I've never done in
3: Vegas? I always want to do is to go to the uh, fucking graveyard with all the old signs in it and shit. Oh,
2: the neon graveyard!
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, that would be badass, dude.
2: We definitely gotta do that too.
3: Well, I'm down to go,
1: but I down, like I said, when that opens, I'm yeah. I'm we'll all we'll
2: about make it, it happen. It'll be a badass episode. We'll fucking talk about it. Maybe they'll let us do hand recordings, hand jobs recording. Like maybe oh. they'll let
1: us do recordings in there. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll see. What well, it'll happen? They probably won't. They'll I'll be just, like, I want. No, see those it. are our ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um well so uh, on a little bit of a negative side, we there were a lot of celebrity deaths this year. Um and there's more there's like over 170 or some shit like right. that, like Yeah,
2: 2016 was a giant sniper. Right. It just like in May,
1: it seems like May was like one of the worst months. January, um I mean every single month was chock full of people that were just picked off and it's like a lot of people have like a lot of nostalgia from a lot of these people that passed away. So it's like they grew up loving these people, you know? So, but we wanted to go over some of them uh, and talk about the people who passed away um, in horror specifically. Yeah. So people who were attached to horror in some sense who had passed away. And of course this is a little morbid, but it's the precursor to the horror shots. So, we're going to drink to them. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so let's go through here and see what we have. Here is the uh, celebrity deaths starting from in order of the year. First off, we have Angus Scrim. Oh, yeah. Who was played the tall man and the villain in Phantasm movies and its horror sequels. He's also in 13 Sins. He died January 9th at eight, 89 years old. Fuck, man. Yeah, that's pretty old. old. Yeah. David Bowie. Who uh was in a movie called "The Hunger," right? So we figured we could add him in there we well, were, were specific about it, but Joe yeah.
2: magic Joe magic he's yeah. so he's so important in
1: badass <laughs> he, he really is. is he really is <laughs> and whether you liked his music or not, he did more with music and and took more risks than most musicians you'll ever find. yeah, so um but David Bowie died January tenth uh two days after his sixty ninth birthday. Uh, After an 18-month secret battle with cancer that he did not tell people, the music legend was well-known for his fashion, movie roles, Ziggy Stardust, and hit songs like Space Oddity, Fame, and Let's Dance. Also, Alan Rickman, who was a Harry Potter actor and a die-hard villain, he also was in, what movie did you say he was in, horror-wise? Oh, that's right, he was in um, Sweeney Todd. Oh, Sweeney Todd. Right.
2: Which actually wasn't bad. He's a badass.
1: He's one of the best. Hans Gruber. He died of cancer at 69 years of age on January 14th. Uh, also, Joe Flyshaker, cult movie star oh, in Troma Films. Yeah. 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 He did the Troma Films like The Toxic Avenger. He died May 23rd at, at at 62 years of age. Lois Duncan, she was the author behind I Know What You Did Last Summer and Hotel for Dogs died June 15th at 82. Anton Yelkin, actor oh, of... Sucked. Yeah. No, he's badass Yeah, he, it sucked that he died I mean, it
2: sucks that he died Yeah But, uh, yeah, Fright And we've N- talked about The Fright Night him. Yeah,
1: he did Fright Night Which I actually thought Was a really good remake It was it, it wasn't I wasn't trying to get I wasn't expecting The first one anyway Yeah But I thought it was fun And it also had David Tennant in it
2: Oh, David Tennant Cause If I had to fuck one man <laughs> It might or may not be him
1: Well, there's a long What, about a 3,000 page uh, Book of uh, names That you would fuck
2: uh, If there had much. to be
1: one man There's a lot of names <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, he died. We mentioned this in one of our earlier podcasts. Uh, he died June 18th after at 27 years of age after being hit by his own car at his home.
3: <laughs> his was, own
2: car? How yeah. did you get hit by your own car? Well, he
1: was parked at the top of the driveway. It somehow, the brakes, like, there was a defect in the car, apparently. He was getting his mail, and it trapped him, I heard, between... Oh. Either his fence or his mailbox.
2: Yeah, I heard the same thing.
1: Yeah, so he just got crushed. That's crazy. Like, what the fuck, man? That's so nuts. Like, That's what would you, it's, it's,
2: it's like being hit by a, a piece of an airplane falling out of yeah. an, if of an airplane. If you think about it, though, I think I'd rather die like that than <clears throat> dying of cancer.
3: Like, he died and his car crushed him. Awesome. I, I, I like, just hey, would rather man. not
2: die. <laughs> yeah, well, none of us want to <laughs> die. Turns it's out inevitable. it's going to happen one of these days, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> Anton Yelkin, though, I really think he got killed in his prime. I think yeah. he would he would he would have gotten bigger and better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Herschel Gordon Lewis died September 26th at the age of 90. Director Blood Feast and many others. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a crazy one. And a lot of the lists that I looked at to see who passed away, they didn't include him. Huh. I'm like, this man made so many fucking films that like push the genre. And broke all these boundaries that, that cinema wasn't doing.
3: Right. What, like, was his, what was his age, if you don't mind me asking? 90. 90? Yeah. So it was like natural causes, pretty much, then?
1: Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was. I don't think they said uh, out of, like, I don't know. We also have Michael Massey, who did movies 24 and 7. He was an actor best known for uh, accidentally killing the crow. The <coughs> star Brandon Lee with a pop, uh, prop gun was imp- improperly loaded. So that was on October 26 at 61 Damn. yeah that's uh, that's crazy that, I didn't even know that he was the one that that did that
3: right I did I
1: like I didn't remember
3: but you bringing up Brandon Lee I'm sorry to go off track but I just really would have liked to see what the the series would have turned out of to course
1: be. well a lot of people said it was the Bruce Lee curse right right so but um uh, Fritz Weaver he was a Tony winning character actor best known for the Twilight Zone Holocaust failsafe he died November 26 at 90 as well. Uh Don Kalfa, if you guys remember him, he was in The Return of the Living Dead. Oh yeah. He was also in Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, he did a couple other movies, but he uh played the mortician in Return of the Living Dead as Ernie Kaltenbrunner and the 1985 Return of the Living Dead. The news uh was made public that the actor's uh, Facebook on his Facebook page, he was 76 and died December 1st. Hmm. Bernard Fox, who played Dr. Bombay on Bewitched and appeared in Hogan's Heroes, The Mummy, and Titanic died December 14th at 89. Barbara Tarbuck, who was in General Hospital, also American Horror Story actress, she died the 26th of December at 74. And uh, one of the last ones that may catch a lot of people off guard that we looked into was Carrie Fisher, actually, which you may all probably know about, was right. who played
2: Leia yeah. in
1: Star Wars.
2: She was in Scream Three, so Right. And also like I I said this earlier. Uh she was pretty fucking hot.
1: Oh, back in the day. But Carrie Fisher, she was in one of the Scream movies she played in. What else did she do? We looked it up.
3: She did Scream Three. Oh my God.
1: Oh, she was in the Burbs. The Burbs, oh. yeah. Yeah, with Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah. Great buddy. But yeah, yeah that dude. one that one was a big one. And then to hear that her mother passed away, Debbie Reynolds. I know
2: that's nuts.
3: Like man. two
1: days later. Right. And her last
3: words were like, I wanna be with Carrie Fisher man, like and I
1: feel so bad for her daughter, like Carrie Fisher's daughter who's in the Scream Queens show. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's the one with the earmuff things. Huh. She wears the Leia earmuffs in the in the show. So it's like kind of an ode to her mom in a way. Yeah. So it's kinda weird. But I feel really bad about that one. That just that sucks. But with that said and done, fuck you, 2016. Fuck suck a, cancer. Suck a dick. Stop Can't. taking everyone. And believe me, guys, we understand that there are people out there in our lives that have passed away this year. I know. And right. you know what else, though? And that doesn't take away from them by any
2: means. Uh, you know what else, though? Uh, my wife's grandfather and uh, mother died in 2016. Right, yeah. So 2016 can suck a dick in hell. Yeah.
1: I 20. I mean, I hate to be like
2: the guy It's like, oh,
1: 2016. But like it really did, kind of have a shitty. It really,
3: it really grabbed us all by the pussy. (laughs)
1: That's
2: going to be grabbing us for the next four years, at least.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. On that note, I think it's about that time.
2: Oh my God, horse shots!
1: With all that negativity and downed, you know, just that fucking morbid shit. I know. So we're going to honor them by doing a fuck 2016 horror shot. Yeah. And we're going to do it up nice, actually, but also with a Beyond the Veil horror podcast flair, like yeah. always. Now, we went back and looked at all the different shots that we did. And if you guys don't know this, we put all of the information in there. What we're going to do is we're going to... We, Mike went out and bought uh, Don Perrion. Uh, Ooh, you know, three hundred dollar bottle of wine. Let me get I my know. monocle. Wait well, a second, because
2: oh, yeah, there's a, we always have this uh, this champagne room that we want to go to, but we don't have the money to go to it. Mike, I don't know if you knew this. This is Don Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, who it's the out, fuck it's, did you buy this it's from? It's south of the border. I bought it off a guy on the street. He was selling oranges and something else like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're drinking shitty fucking
2: champagne. Yeah, it's cheap.
1: But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to actually do like a, a like a bomber. So uh, we're going to pour champagne into a cup. Then we're going to do a half a shot of Jägermeister and a half a shot of peach schnapps. Jägermeister, by the way, was one of our number one ingredients in all of our shots last year, this last
2: year. Yeah, because people hate us.
1: Yeah, well, because we hate ourselves, I think. <laughs> so we're going to drop that shot into the cup. And do it beyond the veil, fuck 2016 style. Uh only the best for you ah, guys. Ah, broken dreams. <laughs> so Mike is going to be preparing the half-shot of Jägermeister with the half-shot of peach schnapps into the one-ounce shot glass.
2: So this is uh, Jägermeister from Germany. I'm putting a small amount into the bottle. <laughs> Pretty good. It's very good. <laughs> just a small amount for the drinking. Penises. Did you put schnapps in that too, or no? Uh, no, it's just a uh, it's just a deer's blood. You gotta put schnapps in it. Schnapp schnap it up.
1: Schnarf, schnarf, schnarf. So this
2: is a fresh bottle of uh, peach
1: schnapps. You're pouring. You poured it in like quarter of the fucking
2: thing. It's a. I, I'm a making dainty. a shot. It's a dainty pour. It's a dainty pour. <laughs> so is this all? It is is just Jaeger, peach schnapps. And uh, bad decisions
1: and and champagne. Do it right for a change. Oh, oh, do it right. Man. I okay. really hope I catch age. Even if it doesn't sink to the bottom, we're still gonna drink it, so it doesn't matter.
2: Fuck you, twenty sixteen. You can suck my cock. <laughs> do it up. All right. Okay. It's fl- it's, 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 it's floating. It's like a boat. This this is doesn't this doesn't work. I'm just gonna pour it in. There we go. Pouring it in. Oh,
1: that's weird. <laughs> Making me want to puke just looking at you. Oh, ah, we classy around here. Good old Nana, you had that bitter face just like my grandmother. Yeah, we called her the Miracle Mile because one day she took a mile of dick. It was a miracle she survived. Yeah. <laughs> Did you drink that? Yeah. All right. All right. So Mike uh, has a special shot for us.
2: Yeah, I I I go to Vegas a lot. I go to the uh, Tiki Bars, and I wanted a Tiki-style shot so I could teach you guys what a real drink tastes like. Oh, yeah,
1: because Tiki makes me think real drink. Yeah,
2: so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a boner and stick it out of my pants and have you guys suck it. You're going to flip a shot? (laughs) You're going to flip a shot off your dick into
1: our mouths? Anyway, uh, so we're recording live. Live. Live and direct. But we got a really cool shot. Uh, Mike decided to make something. What do you call this concussion, Mike?
2: I don't know, but uh, I drink a lot of tiki drinks, and uh, this is kind of what I make uh, for Laura sometimes. And if we it, we got to do a tiki party at my house, but this is the kind of drink that I make at my house when we do a party.
1: It's called a tiki drink?
2: Well, it's, it's just like uh, it's rum and uh, pineapple and uh, orange juice and uh, tastiness. Right, and he used Sailor Jerry's. Yeah.
1: So let's, uh, this one's called the, uh, what are we calling it? What do we, what, what do we call it? 2017. Good luck, 2017. Let's, let's yeah. call
3: it the pussy
2: grabber. The pussy grabber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four years of pussy grabbing. Yeah, this is what I do uh, <laughs> when I have a day off.
1: Right. Cheers. Now don't drink it out of the thing. Drink it out of the straw, Pat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Come> on, <laughs> Christ, now. he's going to have fucking dry ice on his lips. <laughs> so
3: you said this was... This Jack Daniels? That's tart. <laughs> it's good,
1: though. It's pretty strong. Kind of tastes like a mite
2: No, what is it called? Mai Tai? No. I don't know. It's it, it's uh, two kinds of rum, uh, plus uh, some uh, coconut rum, uh, orange juice, Sailor and... Sailor Jerry's, basically. Sailor Jerry's. Pretty much. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. A little strong, but... It might, yeah, it's really <laughs> strong. <laughs> it <laughs> Would you big. expect anything less from me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, so whore shots, you know, 2016's been a motherfucker for a lot of people. A lot of bad news going around. But this is a symbol, this is symbolism of 2017. (laughs) (laughs) And how fruity that, what
2: the fuck is going on? (laughs) Jesus,
1: Mike, my nipples
2: are hard. (laughs) I made it really strong you really I, I'm not. I'm not a bartender I, I'm an <laughs> alcoholic there's, there's a difference
1: <laughs> alright well my there's... fingers were getting frozen to the cup <laughs> like no joke because I held it underneath thanks for stopping by or oh, not y-
2: you had a live feed yeah this is live oh wow live, live
1: and direct Cheek. so if you want to catch this video you can go to facebook.com forward slash beyond the to find us now join now comment likely we love you yeah it's not bad
2: Oh yeah, I made it really strong because I'm uh, I'm drunk and it's what happens. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's really strong. Yeah, though. it's pretty damn strong. <laughs> I don't know. Are my nipples supposed to break through my shirt? And what a fucking kick ass From Beyond shirt, dude.
2: I know. Uh, Ryan Hutman got me this for uh, uh, Christmas.
1: That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Where's mine, Ryan? <laughs> I don't know if you listen, but goddamn, dude. I thought we were friends, dude. <laughs> what a dick. Huh. Very cool of you, Ryan. So, we're finishing off our drinks right now, and uh, I just want to say, you know, cheers to everybody who we lost this past year, celebrity or not. You are not forgotten, and we drink to you. I would pour it on the ground, but I don't want to clean it up.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> can pour it in the trash. Yeah, can. no,
1: fuck no. And <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to pour it on the ground after I finish this from my mouth. So, I, mean, fuck, I can drink it now, right? It's not... There's nothing dangerous in it.
3: Yeah, all the ice <laughs> is gone. Yeah.
1: And to finish things off, uh, you know, we want to keep the champagne jam going. Keep it flowing.
2: The champagne flowing. So
1: we bought some extra special champagne. It's the champagne of beers, none other mm. than the Miller High Life.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs> I grew up on this. Because we
1: fancy.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well,
1: that's it for horse shots, guys. Horse
2: shots. And- So there's something I wanted to talk about. Here's the news, you bitches. Here is the fucking news. How do I keep doing this?
3: No, I'm serious. Throughout the whole news
2: I'm it.
1: Everybody will enjoy that, I think. Ring in the 2017. Okay, I'm going to hit you.
3: <laughs> there's a baseball bat right there. <laughs> no,
1: fuck. I got a machete, too.
3: Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. my God. Let's double-team this motherfucker. Uh, so
2: There's a handful. Of oh, actually, a handful? A handful. We missed so much news. I got more than oh, a handful. I know, dude. <laughs> um... Baby hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, dude, first of all, uh, the Velisca Axe Murder House movie coming out. Oh, okay. Okay. There, I've
1: seen the trailer, I think. Yeah. I,
2: I, you think? You're not Well, sure? I, it's
1: been a little while. I remember watching it before I went on vacation. Are you
2: slow in the brain? It's okay. Uh, a little bit now, <laughs> that after
1: I drank your fucking tiki pussy drink. Ah!
2: Ah! <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. No, but it's like... Uh, I, I like it because uh, I'm I'm glad they're finally making a movie based on Veliska. I've been there, which is cool because I I've seen a few uh, movies previously based on the murders, and they are what they are. Not nothing major, right? But it, it's really cool to see one that has a higher budget. Looks Seems like good. a lot of
1: movie studios are starting to figure it out. Oh
2: yeah, I, I just know like. Uh, I, I've I've stayed the night the, at the axe murder house. Right, I know how fucked up the place is. Yeah, you've talked about it. On yeah, here a oh, for times. sure, and and it's uh, it looks pretty damn decent.
1: So, what do you have for news, Pat?
2: Well, there's a couple of things
3: I got. Um, this isn't barely not news, but we kind of missed it because we weren't recording. But it was Lloyd Kaufman's birthday. Oh, right, yeah, on December 30th. The guy's fucking 70. Right, still doing it. Kick on, oh, dude. Just
1: yeah, he's still the same guy. Live he's always been
3: forever.
1: Right. Well, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Yes. And we would love to get you on uh, to the show. It'd be fun to have him on.
0: Right. Yeah. Dude, well, he's yeah. the
1: kind of guy that like if we were to like hit him up, I bet he would be like, "Come on down, man." Oh, Let's for uh, sure. Yeah. Like he just seems like that kind of guy. Oh, for sure, dude. He reposts everybody's shit. Like anybody that talks about trauma, it's like repost, repost, repost. Right. Other yeah. Happy that, birthday, big guy. Yeah.
3: Happy birthday, brother. Other than that, uh, did you hear about this demon spotted in Phoenix? Oh, dude. He, talk yeah. About what that? the fuck. Like, Satanic. There's, really, there's not much news about it. Well, we, like, don't a, a we don't Hail, know if it's
1: a demon. We don't know if
3: it's a demon. Hell, there's a blurry picture <laughs> of a demon-esque looking creature.
1: People are pretty crafty these days with their Photoshop skills, but they did zoom in on the picture, and it didn't look like it was, like...
3: Pasted in there. Yeah, yeah. like, you
1: can usually kind of tell.
3: You know what I mean? It looked pretty fucking menacing. It looked fucking huge. It looked
1: pretty dude. real. I yeah. mean, I don't know if it was
3: real, but, right. you know, it
2: you know, just looked... Legit.
3: Well, the guy's name is Richard Richard Christensen.
2: Okay. The guy's name is living in my parents' in basement. Living in La Loco?
3: Living in my parents' basement. <laughs> That's not right. But, yeah, apparently he posted it for a day and he took it down. I don't know so, why he took it down. And or... this
1: is what we talked about briefly uh, behind the scenes. Like, okay, first of all, like, we try to post videos to be somewhat quote-unquote... <laughs> viral Legit. yeah viral or meme crazy or whatever the fuck to get some sort of notoriety or whatever right. just because we find it funny or something like that uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. and shit just doesn't work out that way you can't just plan something like this so this guy posted this this picture everybody went ape shit over it he took it down almost immediately right somebody saved the picture and then reposted it For everybody else after he took it down. Do what the fuck. There's no explanation as to why it's on there. It almost seems planned in the sense that maybe somebody was like, oh, he took it down. And then like, you know, like maybe that's the way that they planned it. But if not, if it was legit that he took it down for some odd reason and he didn't explain, maybe we could get him on and talk to him. We See could. what kind of yeah. kind of crazy is going on
3: in his head. I would actually like to know if, if he actually saw it or if it was one of those phenomenons where he yeah, took a like, picture. And break it out. I'll give you
1: $100 right now if you fucking tell me if it's legit or not.
3: <laughs> yeah. So other than that, uh, there is a little bit more 30. news on that game coming out based on the H.R. Geiger artwork. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. It's Scorn. Scorn, yes. Uh, apparently it's going to be in uh, seasons. There's going to be two seasons to it. They said there's not going to be any more than two seasons.
1: Well, that makes me question it a little bit. First of all, seasons?
3: Yeah, it's like, probably... Like, what does
1: that mean? Every three months? Like, <laughs> right. I don't, what the fuck are they talking about? It's probably
3: two parts of the game, and then it is just Okay,
1: out. yeah, I'm not trying to put the game down, because I'm super excited about oh, it, because I'm it fucking... looks just oh, surreal and fucking crazy. It's like H.R. Geiger had sex with fucking Clyde Barker.
3: Well, it says it's a co- cohesive, lived-in world. Scorn takes place in an open-ended world, so I think that's awesome that it's open-ended like that. Yeah, it's kind of like, kinda like puzzly, right? It almost sounds like it's going to be a missed game, but with some first-person shooter elements to it. Eh, I don't
1: think it's a shooter.
3: It is a shooter.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't seem
3: like no your typical what I'm shooter. Saying, yeah, it's not your typical shooter, right? It's when I be... think shooter,
1: I think Call of Duty and stupid right. shit like that. Well,
3: well they kind of they kind of talk about <laughs> how. Ammo is very limited, so you gotta you gotta you gotta t- rip battles. body
1: parts off of dead things and right. then like put
3: it in your gun and well, they, squirt it all over. the I roof. know they showed that in the trailer, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm,
0: not
2: exactly I'm trying not to sure make that, that joke, but you hooked me up, dude.
1: <laughs> We're on the same wavelength, oh, that's good. Mike. It's good. So, but- what about you, Mike? What else do you have?
2: Oh, shit. God damn it! Snap out of
1: it, motherfucker. <claps> Mike is already drunk. But we took some pretty heavy shots, i got to admit. That's how it goes. I mean, I think well, Pat's drank more than me, and he, you're doing pretty good. Uh, I'm starting to feel it now, though. It's so. a fucking new year, man. Happy... Who cares?
2: woo, woo! Well, sax. Hey. <laughs> hey. I'm going hey. to have to <laughs> cut that down. I have a friend in a band that's called Goth Brooks. Oh, yeah. And they have a new uh music video out. It is what it is. They're, they're friends of mine. They're kind of cool. Uh, well, I don't say kind of cool. That sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like t- a dick thing cool. to say.
3: <laughs> you know, but sometimes the, uh, they're mediocre. Yeah, but...
2: yeah pretty much. jealousy. Yeah. Hey, jealousy. But, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but uh, Jonah uh, is a friend of mine, and Chris is uh, my second lover. Yeah. So it is what it is. Uh, and, and Mike is really cool. So it's awesome. They're doing what they're doing.
1: So we'll put the link down in the description or at least link you to the Facebook page.
2: Yeah, and I, I helped shoot the video, I shot a lot of B roll. And uh, B-hole, so it probably sucks then right? a uh, beehole roll that's uh no. but yeah, like imagine like
1: you're here listening to a country song, and all of a sudden someone's like screaming like Satan. You know, into the mic. Like, that's what Goth Brooks is like. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to explain it.
2: And you realize you're going down on yourself?
1: <laughs> <laughs> In your mind. But anyway, so what other news? Oh, we got, uh, I got a couple of things here. Do it, dude. Do it, dude.
2: There's a game that's
1: come out. It's a horror game. It's a horror survival game, by the way. It's called Tattletales. And it's based off, like, a sort of like a Furby.
3: Oh, we were uh, watching this trailer yeah. earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's,
1: like, a, based off a of Furby um, like if you guys aren't familiar what Furby is, it was a fucking creature that you could basically like Tamagotchi or like help grow or I still something. Have my Tamagotchi, You know what's by shitty? Uh,
2: I, I had one, an original Furby. Really? And you know what I did to it? Why? I fucked it up and I circuit bent it. Really? That's yeah. kinda cool. And then uh I wound up in the garbage. <laughs> did you ever
3: have uh the Tamagotchi? I did. The uh, little I, eggs. I, I did. Dude, I still got mine. Yeah, I have that. I have I two somewhere.
2: <laughs> I have two eggs in my pants. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Very small eggs.
3: Ah, uh, <laughs> I thought those were baskets.
1: No, but check basket, this out. So check eggs. this
2: out. So there's
1: the, I know we gotta roll with this shit right. by the right. way. So check this out. They have uh Furby this Furby game that's like a horror game. And I watched the trailer for it, and it looks ridiculous. But it's five bucks on Steam right now.
3: That's totally worth it.
1: Dude, I'm going to fucking play the shit out of right. it. And maybe I'll have it for this cast. If I do, I'll put the link to the YouTube video below and play some of the video, the game for you and give you some of the, the highlights or Dude, whatever. I'd really like to see that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I have to play this game just because it's, it's like you see, like apparently there was like several different types of tattletales that mm. are like Furbies. And one of them is, like, a bad one, and they had to stop production of it because, like, it's bad. It's like the good
3: guy doll or whatever. Yeah, but
1: you have to carry carry one of the tattletales around with you as you're, like, discovering this place with a flashlight. And it just seems like you see, like, glowing red eyes under the Christmas tree, and it's just, like, it's kind of freaky and stupid. Like, I just got to play it. I don't know. It's something I got to see. But if you guys are interested, go ahead below and check that out on Steam. Uh, also, uh, Matthew McConaughey uh, recently spoke to Playboy magazine, and he talked about how he chose the new Dark Tower movies over the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I thought you yeah. said
3: something else, but it's Matthew McConaughey?
1: Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. I thought
3: we were talking earlier. You said some other actor, but that's going to be awesome, dude. I can yeah. see him as that
2: guy. Well, oh, technically, the Walking walk-in
1: mm-hmm. Dude, the what?
2: McConaughey's is going to play the walking
1: dude. He's going to play the devil. He's going to play the man in black, the, basically. The walking dude, yeah. The, yeah. The, the... He's basically the villain. And right. uh, he said that basically he felt like he could do the devil and he had more um, kind of control of the character and how he wanted it to be yeah. than the character that he would not disclose that he was going to do in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I kind of had a feeling he was going to be space or Star-Lord's um, father. Yeah. I had a
3: feeling, but I. Well, I'm, I'm glad with the casting choice. Of, of course, his actual father is Kurt Russell. Yeah, of course. Oh, I can't. Wait um, to see um, that I think shit. that's like
1: the perfect thing. Matthew McConaughey though talks very highly of the Dark Tower. He says. Yeah. I mean he's a pretty well-known actor right so we we got to have some he's got some clout right over what this story well, of the dark that, tower ron is going to be is,
3: ron howard is the one supposed to be directing this right movie. and ron oh, howard is, is, is it
1: right now yeah howard? and i'm yeah. guaranteeing you it's going to be a series dude uh
3: what about uh
2: i you mean, just, mean a trilogy I, I just Alba. trilogy
3: at least right
2: huh oh uh the guy playing the uh the the gunslinger Oh, uh, the black guy. I can't yeah. think of his name. Idris Elba. Yes. He's yeah. awesome, dude. I, I know love that it's guy. It's like uh, whenever the, he comes I, on screen, my wife gets so wet, she slips right off the couch. Wasn't
1: he in, um...
2: Yeah, his name is slipping me.
3: Give me Idris it.
1: Elba! He just said it. Um, he, I, I made a joke.
3: You didn't get it. Did no, you No, no. I it? mean, like, his face. Like, what role did he do that I would know?
2: Didn't he do Pacific Rim? Uh, Pacific Rim job, he sure did. Yeah, he was. the... Oh, so so
3: he's an American. Yeah, he was the one that was Pacific like the Rim. father to the girl right, that he right. saved. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, no, he's great, yeah, dude. He I love that guy. guy. Oh yeah, he was in Prometheus too.
1: You're right. I think he was. He
2: was the captain. He is phenomenal. He's going to. He's talking, really good. He's going to tear it up.
1: Um, but I'm super excited for that. Um, the only other thing I really have is that Sadako versus Kayaku, uh, is a Shutter exclusive, which is basically the Ring versus, uh, okay. the Grudge. The Grudge versus the Ring, which is going to be on Shudder on January 26th. I had to like do some serious digging for that. Mm. But this is the information I got on the only website that actually gave the date. But January 26th, if you guys aren't a part of Shudder, and I, we're not sponsored by them by any means. But I would love to be. I would love to be. So Shudder, if you're listening, we're here, buddy. We're here. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. It's $5 a month, so you I don't really give a fuck. colors. Yes. Yeah. But I actually really like it. Like, I think that they get uh, a lot of the movies that we're waiting to see in HD, they get weeks before. Oh, no shit. They come to Blu-ray.
3: Man, I was thinking about getting that. How Which much is, is like, a-
1: I don't mind paying for it, but sometimes I like have this inner turmoil where I'm like, should I watch it or wait till I get the
3: Blu-ray? How much is it a month? It's $5. Really? Yeah. It's, it's not bad. It's not like five ninety nine. It's literally no, like and they're $5. All, it's five bucks. Are <laughs> oh, they screwing with an extra
2: dollar. It's I, like, I got hey, like to know. Yeah, yeah. It's like four ninety
3: nine. <laughs> four ninety nine. Yeah, I'm down.
1: Okay.
2: Um. But other than that, do we have any other news? No. Mike. Oh, not really. Uh, not that I can think of. I think we should get in the meat and potatoes. Okay. Oh, well, well, we no, go. not the no, meat and potatoes. Just yet. Releases.
1: We're gonna do a little something special here, but. That's it for the news, guys.
0: News. Beep, 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 beep.
1: Okay, so normally we go ahead and do the upcoming and new releases of Blu-ray, DVDs, etc. Uh, but it's we're going to be doing something a little different today. Um, now, I know you guys are much more of a horror fan, but I think this genre kind of crosses over into a lot of different genres. Mm. It's just one of those things. Ooh. And we're going to be talking about none other than Rogue One.
2: Oh, dude. The yes. new Star Wars story. Mm. Well, say what you got to say, but I, gotta, I got something I got to say on the film.
3: Well, let's just do, let's just do one on, one by one. So okay. Why don't you go first, Alex? I'll just make it quick. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Just trying to make it as poignant as possible. Round Robin, go around okay. and do our fucking right. shit. Okay. First of all, I think it's a good movie. It's not a great movie. It's a good movie. And I think that because they didn't take enough time to develop some of the characters, which I know this this comment drives everybody crazy, but I feel like they could have done some very minimal film technical things that could have made us care for those characters a little bit more oh, with, sure. with their background story the overall feel of the sh- of the movie was amazing i loved the aspect of human how it wasn't just good versus evil it was everything in between and on either side right and it was like it was the whole spectrum of human emotion and human revolution and human whatever and it was amazing in that sense all of the characters were Literally instant mashed potatoes. Awesome, right? Like just add water. You got great characters, potatoes. But I know nothing about them, so I don't give a fuck if they die. Right? Okay. Not I have trying to spoil to say anything. To that too, I won't but... say too much if you haven't seen it. But if you if you haven't seen it by now, you're an idiot. <laughs> Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, am I really (laughs) spoiling anything for you? But um, I didn't care by the end of the movie for any of the characters that might have died. Right. And I wish they would have taken the time and less time on... or What's her name? Jin. Jin. I wish they would have spent less time on her character because it was less about her and more about the whole crew. Right. Anyway, that's my piece.
3: So... Okay, now the, the, no, I, I agree no. with you on some of those points.
2: Watch out on the spoilers though. Just Oh yeah,
3: yeah. Okay. Keep okay, yeah, keep it under yeah. check. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, okay, first of all, when I think of Star Wars, I automatically automatically go to John Williams. The music was not up to par to what, you know. John Williams did not do the music. He did music not next. do the music. No, no, no. Just they to guy, be clear. I, well, yeah, just let our viewers know. They didn't do. It wasn't John Williams. It was some guy that does Marvel scores. Which I don't know why you would contract someone that does Marvel squad. Because for Marvel Star Wars. is
1: literally the one fucking franchise right now that's doing better than everything. Right. Everybody wants some of that fucking Marvel dick in their mouth.
2: For sure. Stanley's <laughs> cocked. Seriously, trip.
1: they want that Marvel dick, dude. Right. Sony was like, yeah, we'll suck your dick. Here's Spider-Man. <laughs> fuck me in the ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: just, Alex over just, here telling us we're going to be you know, short about this. You're, make, you're, know. you're making a joke, but you're not making Sony a joke. Sony
1: was like, look, you can fuck me in the ass, but just let me push back on it.
2: <laughs> well. So, So,
3: yeah, main complaint. John Williams... It needed some better epic music to actually feel like a Star Wars film. Other than that, like Alex was saying, there was no character development whatsoever. I don't care if there was background story. It didn't even need to have that. It just needed to show some camaraderie between the characters. Right. Something that really binded them together. Right. You know what I mean? They could
1: have done small, tiny, little things that could have brought that whole thing together. And instead, they spent an hour on gin
3: I really when think she really just focused on like the stylized, right? Stylizing. Sorry, of it. I'm
1: I'm talking. I didn't mean to.
3: It's all right. No, don't worry about it. I don't care.
2: It's what happens when you? I'm young.
1: passionate about this because everybody takes all everybody takes me the wrong way when I say this shit. They think yeah, that I I'm hate the, the, the movie. Way, I hate. They're that like, I have...
3: oh, you hate the movie.
1: Well, fuck you, and I'll fucking fuck your mom. Yeah. Like I hate you. Man. Calm down.
3: And but, I, by this time, I'm I'm kind of pissed about that. I have to say, oh, it was a good movie. But let me say what I have to say first. You know what I mean? Right. It Feels like I have have to say that other people are going to jump down my throat. Well, we'll get a
1: little more elaborate into right. it. Let's let Mike say well, what he has. let me says. Just say one oh, more. No,
3: thing. Uh say what you got to say, dude. Okay. There was not enough Vader. Okay. Definitely not enough Vader.
1: Fair point. We'll get into more of that because All I right. have some points on that too. What about you, Mike? Um
2: You know, I I didn't actually see it. I I wanted to see it, but based on <laughs> what? No. What the, the fuck? I I, I have not were seen it. What were we just it. talking about outside, You just you told said? me you saw it. Are you fucking I'm, I, with I, this? I, I'm going into a joke. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, I
3: forgot that you said
1: that. Dude, that yeah. is not, <laughs> a,
2: not a good joke. <laughs>
1: no, no,
3: no. I forget, he said this outside, and I totally forgot about Okay, that. okay.
2: This is a great joke. I wrote this at two in the morning, wasted off my ass. <laughs> Get ready. All right. <laughs> okay, so I I didn't actually see uh, uh, Rogue One. Okay. I, I wanted to see it, and, and so many people did, because I, I spent a lot of time studying film and... And uh, and stuff like that, being a douchebag, uh, you know, being a douchebag.
3: <laughs> I went to film school. <laughs> I went to
2: film school. Blah, I'm better than you. I'm uh, blah blah. You don't know movies like me. <laughs> <laughs> but but really, like I'm I'm like you know what I I've, I've read a lot of uh, interviews and and uh, reviews and I haven't seen the movie, but you've seen it, right? Yeah, Alex. Okay, so you know how the movie ends, right? Okay, so if I make a prediction, okay, will it? Uh, I'm going to make a prediction based on my my film knowledge. Okay. To see how the film ends. Okay, and let me know how close I am to the ending let Okay. Me. I'm going to say that based on my knowledge, the film ends with credits. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking serious?
3: Hey, dude, you nailed that shit, dude. <laughs>
2: That's the greatest joke nailed ever. It. Yeah, he's like... I ah, it ended with credits, you fucking cocksuckers. suckers. <laughs>
1: So, are you fucking telling me that that was the build up to the joke? (laughs) It
2: was. This is what happens when you wake up at two in the morning and get wasted, dude. That
3: reminds me of like when I went went camping one time with this dude, and he told a twenty minute story, and it was supposed to be a joke. And we, and the joke was that he had us all sitting around listening to him for twenty minutes, and there was no plot. Oh my god, dude.
1: So Mike saw the movie. Now I did that We can, I, I did see we can clear the air
2: <laughs> of the no. Fartman joke. <laughs> right. But really, but really like, uh, it was okay for a film. I, I liked the last bit of the film. That the, the last fight sequence was really cool. Okay. It was really badass. And my favorite part, uh, even though we kind of talked about it, was when Vader took his cock out and showed it to everybody on the stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. Right. I,
3: I was surprised that it was purple. It was, yeah. Well, it was weird. Well, it was really hard, though. I thought it would have been red. But all right, we
1: got five more minutes to talk about this, so let's so, let's
3: let's get our yo-yos out. So, what else did you
2: think about the film, Mike? Uh, good and bad. Okay, good. Um, the last sequence, everything up until that was like boring. Okay, and I was angry that I didn't hear John Williams. Yeah. Okay, I wanted John Williams. I wanted fucking uh, fighting. And okay, uh, any
1: other major major grievances?
2: Uh, my biggest was just uh, John Williams. Okay. I, I wanted more of that mu- that, I'm right there that with iconic you, music, you know. Okay. Oh yeah, that music is just So what about you? What me, good uh, and bad?
3: Good and bad. Uh good that it was aesthetically it looked like Star Wars. It took me to that realm. It was different. <laughs> it was different. It was a different story. It didn't focus around Jedi's and the force and all that. It was right. actually real people. Right. Um bad, it was just there was no like I said, there's just no camaraderie between the characters. You, you couldn't, you, you didn't feel like any kind yeah, of Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. Right. They could have like, gone oh, up in died. a mushroom right. cloud
1: and fucking,
2: I would have been like, eh, whatever. Right. I like that everyone died. And
3: I think another big grievance is John Williams, of course, the music. I'm sorry, yeah. I think of Star Wars, I automatically go towards the music. Yeah,
2: it could be like a blank screen and you could hear that fucking Imperial March <laughs> oh, You, there's you another could just thing. be like fucking
3: <laughs> they coming did your pants. They didn't do the, the traditional Star Wars opening. <laughs> well,
1: okay, first of all, let me go ahead and clear some air here. First of all, they wanted to make it so different than the original f- films. They wanted right. it to be a
2: standalone film. Oh, side note by itself. Side note, unrelated, related. Uh, Gifford, uh, I saw pictures of him with the director online. He went to LA and hung out with him. What a dick! <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, go good. Go I'm ass. sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Okay, so so let me just let me just say my few points. I feel like my favorite characters in order. Of human interaction was the robot. Oh, I,
3: I yeah. think that was everybody. Right? Everybody they
2: talked to. That's what they say. Straight then, straight three PO? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then Donnie Yen's character. Uh, oh, oh, the the
2: fucking uh, the the blind guy? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I did not like his you, character. You, I like his character. He was fantastic. He was, he was great, dude. I thought he, he was, was okay. Fine. I love Donnie Yen. Don't get me wrong. But it's just I, I pictured his character being more somber, more more of like a master, you know what I mean, yeah. instead of being kind of like playful.
1: Here's the thing. I was not interested in Jin. She was a major plot point that was necessary. Was she a chick?
3: She and she was, but
1: I, just hold on, let me just get this yeah, out. Yeah, okay. I to shut my So mouth. she was a major plot point, totally necessary. The pilot or well not the pilot, the fucking guy that was like her security guard slash um I'm gonna watch you for going bad. No personality. Nothing oh, to know bland. about him.
3: Very, very bland.
1: Great actor. Horrible backstory. Nothing. Okay. Her, cool, kind of, okay, whatever. She's kind of like this rebel, whatever. They cut out the best line of hers out of the movie. I rebel. Yeah. You want a rebellion? Well, I rebel. Wow. Gone. I don't know why.
3: Well, don't think about Forget about the other line, too. It's like, what will they do when they catch you? Right. What will they do when they break you?
1: Yeah. Gone. All because people were like, nah, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. And they like, got 5,000 people's fucking opinions. Right. It's like, really? You probably grabbed the most like non-Star Wars fan. And
3: I found it surprising. A lot of people didn't like that guy's character.
1: Well, regardless, one of the main topics I want to talk about is Darth Vader.
3: Oh, oh let's go into that. They did yeah.
1: not need to have Darth Vader chasing after a physical data tape that she was supposed to send off as the plans... Like, he's watching the dude. Yeah. He's chasing... He's walking after him. Destroys, like, however many people. Walks after him. He could literally crush the ship that they were in.
3: Right. And dude, just crush
1: the guy. Like, guys. And he's like, can't get me. <laughs> right. You're silly. <laughs> I'm Darth Vader. Bye-bye. And he runs off and fucking flies off. And Vader's like, shit. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. you could have put any fucking... Made-up henchman in that position. taking Vader, put him down on the planet, wrecking shit. Donnie Yen's character and spoiler alert, but bef- you know when he does the blind thing and he's like, "I'm gonna walk to the button." Spoiler alert. And they use all die. the Force. <laughs> I'm gonna use the Force, and he walks over and just like pushes the button. The force is with me. I am they could have the had force. a small, tiny fight with Darth Vader, who was wrecking shit on the fucking beach. Right? He's just killing people. And Donnie Yen, who has the force, decides to get into some sort of battle with him. Right. Doesn't know it's him necessarily, but he can sense something. Gets a hit on Vader, right? Just one hit. That's it. Gets one hit on him, and Vader kills him, and he pushes the button. End scene. Henchman chases after the guy with the dat tape who has no special powers who can't wreck shit makes a lot more sense than just flying off with the fucking dat tape and why did they try to get through the shield so they could send it to a ship to send to another ship like it doesn't make any fucking well, they sense had,
3: well, they, well it does make sense actually all right well let's not had, go too far but yeah well, we, we won't go too far but they had to get to the main computer to get those blah files.
1: blah blah it's <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And and, and and let me fucking go cringe crazy
3: about this fucking statement. Don't joke on your own arrogance. Really? Right. Really? You know, it was said that, that there's been 40 minutes that had to be reshot for this movie. Yeah, well, they fucked up. They, they really did. They should have <laughs>
1: stopped. See, this is what happened with fucking George Lucas had the same problem. He was so fucking hung up on all of his fans that he didn't just write the fucking movie that he should have. Right, And they did the same thing. I want to know what the movie would have been like with the original cut, and they'll never fucking release it. We'll nope. never fucking know.
3: Well, this is a little bit different, though. Because this is... I mean, with George Lucas, he went back and re-edited all the original movies and then said, destroy the original print of those movies. <coughs> well, so yeah, but he's be... a fucking crazy idiot. Right. And uh-huh. there's no way you could uh-huh. destroy the original print with the way he was doing it. It was all I mean, digital. if
1: anybody's going to say, destroy the original print, it's him. But fuck you for being an idiot, right? Right. You're shitting on people's nostalgia. Anyway, I don't want to get too far into this. I thought it was a good movie. What stood in its way from being a great movie is the character development. I understand that the movie was practically two hours long, and we didn't need a three-hour movie. Yes, we did. But there is ways that you could have done it very film-tactical that could have made us synthetically care for these characters... With like flashbacks, the pilot, who, oh yeah. Bodie, who I loved. I loved Bodie, but I didn't know shit about him. I didn't care about. He had like three him. lines
3: in the movie, dude. He
1: could have fucking. They could have fucking. When that little brain creature like stuck its right. tentacles on his face, he could have had an entire flashback of what happened to him, and would have made him realize why he. Was against the the he was for the rebellion against the fucking empire for sure, and it would have been so much more integral into the part of why he was like such a fucking rebel against it. Right, at least showed something about it. Just a fucking two three minute clip, dude. Right, that's all you needed.
3: Like you were saying, exactly. I agree with it. We'll we'll move past this in a little second, but I'm just gonna say, I agree with you. There should have, they should have cut down Jin's story. Right. It only needed like a two-minute introduction just to give you a quick what's up with her. Right. And She should, wasn't the main character. Right. Everybody
1: thinks she is. And I'm glad that there's a female uh, uh, antagonist or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I think she was a strong character. She was super awesome. But... We didn't need to know that much about right. her. She was not that interesting.
3: Exactly. And and, and with that aside, I can I can even put aside the music. Like, I won't give a fuck about the music. Just give me more Vader and give me some camaraderie between the characters. Right. Something to, to glue me to them, to make me feel for them. Michael
1: Madsen, awesome father,
3: didn't need all that
1: information. Right.
3: I didn't think we've gone it. way, way, way past ten minutes Krennic, now.
1: Krennic, Krennic's character uh, was... Cool, but I I really didn't think he delivered like he should have. No, like it felt like it was his C rate performance because I've seen him act it, in, it in Bloodline just, on right. Netflix and he's
3: really good.
1: He's but he just, it just there, didn't. Fit. But he has no presence, right? And here's what I'm gonna say for y'all, you Star Wars fans or not, uh, I feel like Star Wars uh, Force Awakens number seven is probably just slightly better than Rogue One. Oh yeah they both done really great things that each other did not do. But as far as characters, the Rogue one, Rogue, Rogue one does have really great characters that we know nothing about. Farce Awakens has Finn, who is by far one of my favorite characters out of the I entire Star Wars universe. We'll just use the Force. I think he's amazing. <laughs> I love his, like, you just understand him. He's grown up. He's like... On his own, he's well, that, like a newborn.
3: And he got like, that teenage angst thing, thing, right? You know what I mean? Who's in charge now? Right. I just and
1: and, and and like how he bounced off of uh, Han Solo it was just amazing, right? I think it's that time that we get into the 2016 best of, worst of, disappointed of anthology of the works, and now let's get into the flesh and potatoes right now. Alright guys, so we're back It's time for the 2016 Top Now we decided since some of us have seen some of these movies and some of us have not we picked some of the movies that we felt were the top 25 movies of 2016 Mm -hmm. related to horror in some facet Yes. There is no specific order to this Mm -hmm. So let's kick it off With the top 2016 horror films, first off, I would like to give a big shout-out to Anti-Birth. Oh, dude, for sure. One of those movies that came in halfway through the year, a little over halfway. And, I don't know, like, I really... Actually, it was towards the end of the year. But I really enjoyed Anti-Birth a whole lot. And not just because we interviewed Danny Perez,
3: which, that's what really made me interested in that movie, because he sounded like such a fucking cool guy. Yeah, yeah. He,
1: he really was. And, and I still talk to him online, like, every oh, now really? and then. Oh, yeah. shit. Nice. We were talking about Westworld and everything else. So, Danny, if you're listening, dude. But, Anti-Birth was one of those weird, odd gems that I feel like has just stuck to my brain. I don't know why. I'm not a huge... I mean, I love the music in it and everything. It wasn't my specific style, Okay. But I just felt like it fit in this movie and, like, some of the camera stuff that he did with it and, like, how they did it. I thought it was really awesome. Did you guys have any points on that,
2: Mike? I would say it's uh, it was really cool, man. Yeah. The kind of a weird, like, uh, odd gem that I was not expecting. Right. The kind of a, th- a film that I don't typically see. I mean... It's, and the
1: spectrum of 2016. Yeah,
2: well, not 2016 or Eva, anything, to be honest. Right. You know, it, it just was kind of cool. I mean, uh, and the cast was really cool. Yeah. I forget the name of the actress, the, the primary.
1: Uh, yeah, my mind's a little, we're drunk as shit yeah, right now.
2: It. But, but she's she's fucking fantastic. I love her. She's yeah. so awesome.
1: And, and I
3: loved her in Slums of Beverly Hills. Right, yeah. and the only reason she was even in the movie is because she's good friends with Danny, right?
1: Yeah, well, they became friends, yeah. I think over the Animal Collective that he did. Right. Which was the um, kind of like a visual uh, video for some of the Animal Collective music. Right, he was a roadie for them. Oh, but wow, interesting. It's actually a really. It takes a little while to kick in, guys. But at by the end of the movie, it really kind of satiates any kind of craving that you may have had. Whereas there are some movies that have a lot of great buildup. And then by the end, it's like someone tied off your orgasm <laughs> so that you couldn't enjoy it. But this is not one of those movies.
3: Like Necromantic or something, they put a rubber man around it. <laughs> I do. Did they do that in the movies? Necromantic? Yeah. Well, I
1: remember one and two, yeah. I on still need to get those on Blu-ray. Yeah. But um, another one that uh, we just recently watched, Mike oh. and I did, oh, well. The Autopsy of Jane Doe.
3: It yeah. looked awesome. I haven't seen it yet.
2: Yeah, if you're really into like looking at a motionless girl like on a autopsy uh, table, Dude. who's, who's look like, really hot, it's totally your film.
1: First of all, they bring you into the world of being a morgue in a morgue, and how you basically look at a body.
3: Has anybody ever eaten a sandwich over the? Oh, no, <laughs> hey, you're right. They didn't do that.
1: By the way, guys, if you don't know this, I'm keeping documents of every movie that has had a sandwich or eating food over a dead body in a movie and I'm calling it corpse sandwich. So,
3: <laughs> I have one for you actually cuz it was uh season 1 of Gotham episode 3.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to add that to the list. And one day when the website is up and booming, right. Yeah. It'd be like cryingwhileeating.com. <laughs> um, but yeah, autopsy of Jane Doe. Seriously? I think it is probably, it is one of the last movies, literally one of the last horror movies that it came out in 2016. Huh. Uh, literally, if you look at the IMDb list of 2016 movies, it is the last 2016 movie. Oh, really? And I watched it at my family's house. My dad and I wanted to watch it with Christina and everybody. And we loved it. Like, my dad was a little upset about the ending, and so was Christina. But ultimately, the build-up... I liked up the ending. I thought it was cool. Like, I, I think yeah. it left it open.
2: Yeah, it was kind of this, one of those ambiguous endings that that uh, created this uh, this area for discussion. Right. It wasn't just like, oh, spoon feeding you like bullshit. Right. It was like, okay, we can talk about this now. It's interesting.
1: I think, and, and it went in directions that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, for sure. And the buildup and the tension, the atmosphere, the way that they did it, it was very supernatural, very paranormal but I don't want to ruin it for you guys. But honestly, I think this is a one of my top movies too. Uh, I think you need it's definitely worth a watch. You may not love it, but I think it's definitely notable for 2016.
2: Yeah, and the other thing I want to mention about it too, I'll just go over real fast. This film, I almost feel like there's new in, this new influx of this new style of film. Oh, that's right, yeah. You know, which is really interesting because back in the day when you had low budget films, they were really shitty low budget You know, they didn't have good actors. They didn't have good direction. Didn't have good production value. Right, and that's just kind of how it was. But you also had these other horror films that were higher budget uh, studio films, which were what they were. You know, like maybe like The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby, stuff like that. Okay, Mm -hmm. but there seems to be this influx now of these middle ground. Yeah, these middle ground films. These these films that are like. It's like a low-budget script, but actually has enough money behind it to make it worth a shit.
1: Well, maybe low-budget is probably not the right word.
2: Well, I think, I think a low-budget...
1: Great stories <clears throat> that are not considered by the mainstream uh, executives. Okay. That have, they've put money behind.
2: Yeah, like I'm thinking about... Uh...
1: These are not your typical... These are like cult movies in the making that they don't <clears throat> really talk about.
2: Yeah, like think about like uh, Don't Breathe. Think about uh Yeah, that's a very indie indie style yeah, story. Yeah. Uh, there's that one uh I could even go to say uh uh what else? Shit, I can't think. My brain is farting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like Blair
2: Witch? No. Uh, uh not really Blair. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I kind of do. Like uh Don't Breathe, Autopsy. I'm guessing Lights Out though. Although I did not see it. Yeah. Um, very underground. Yeah, all style. that kind of stuff. Like It's like a really simple kind of story, but it's packaged uh, really well. And
1: Well, it's nice to know that executives are taking the risk.
2: Well, because the, there's a huge... Uh,
1: um... Seems like they're taking the risk with certain directors, like Fede Alvarez, James Wan. Oh, James yeah. Wan's proven himself.
2: Oh, for sure. He's been around a
1: while. Um, but Fede
2: Alvarez, two movies. And both were pretty damn decent. Yeah, not bad. Yeah,
1: but guys, if you haven't seen Autopsy of Jane Doe, honestly, I really, really enjoy the movie. The ending is kind of give or take with some people, I, I but love I think it. it's 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 so different and fun, and atmosphere is thick as fuck
3: that you need to watch it. Is this part of the top twenty five list? Yes. All right.
2: Yeah. The other thing I want to say too, really fast. This is literally a film that like I was watching it on the couch and mm-hmm. I literally got up. Because it's doing stuff that I've never, I wasn't expecting. I right. literally was not expecting. I literally got up and was like.
1: Dude, in the scene in the elevator. Oh, dude. Oh, amazing. oh, dude. Like, wow, dude. Like, did you know that they, I think they only took one shot of that. Holy shit. So Brian Cox and the young guy, I can't remember his name offhand right the now. The guy
2: from a Girl Next Door?
1: Yeah. He, uh, they both had, a, they just went with it and the director was so pleased with it, he was just like, this is the best scene in the movie. Oh, damn. In fact, uh, Brian Cox was not supposed to be the lead role, or, well, the dad role. Oh,
2: yeah, you were saying somebody else.
1: Martin Sheen was supposed to play the father, but I'm kind of in the point now where I liked it so much that I feel like Brian Cox, like, if it would have changed, would I have liked it as much?
2: No, Brian Cox uh, fucking just... He's a great actor, dude. He is phenomenal.
1: Another movie that uh, we kind of all... Uh, some of us saw, some of us didn't like, but I still think overall is a good movie um, for 2016, and that is The Conjuring 2,
2: wah, 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 wah.
1: which Mike was not a fan of.
2: It was okay. Right. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't phenomenal. It didn't kick me in the balls because uh, I, I, I the, the first Conjuring was like a surprise for me, and I really liked it. Okay. But the sequel took too
1: long. Oh, I didn't even know you watched the first one.
2: Oh, yeah, I watched it. It was, it was great, man. I loved it. Okay. But uh, the sequel took... For me, it took too long to get uh, Ed Lorraine Warren into the mix. Um, I felt it was kind of slow. But
1: I think the characters, the, the actors who play them, are really good at that.
2: Oh, they're fantastic. I, well, because I like outside personally.
1: of that, well, Vera Farmiga, who does the mom in Bates Motel... Oh, and then shit. the other guy who was in... He doesn't have a lot of luck outside of James Wan. Yeah. I don't know why, but he's actually not a bad movie. He was in Insidious. He's pretty cool. He oh, was yeah. the dead in Insidious. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, while this is a mainstream movie, I feel like it does some things that are so unique, specifically the evil nun, Valak, the demon. When the shadow goes behind the painting that he painted of Valak that he had a vision of. Okay. And then jumps at her is very unique and iconic. And I think it's really well done. I think it's unique and for for me it takes a lot to scare me. So it wasn't necessarily a scary movie, but it 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 wavered on that line of mainstream and interesting for me. Okay. So, and again, these are not in order of the most popular. These are just ones that we felt were in the top 25, yeah, guys. For sure. Another one that Patrick was a big fan of, and also Mike, actually, was 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. was the universe of Cloverfield, but mm-hmm. not exactly Cloverfield. What do you think about that, Pat?
3: I really enjoyed it. I thought it had a great buildup. The only thing I didn't like about it is when it gets to the end and it kind of comes out of the cellar or whatever, there, there needed to be like an extra 20 minutes tacked on to the film. Right. There's something to give you a little bit of. It needed closure. to go a little further. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but
1: it was two really great movies and one it just <laughs> didn't have enough of the end. But still, that chick that plays the girl in the movie, she's yeah. a great actor. Oh, oh yeah, she's phenomenal. She was in that show Brain Dead, the political uh, TV show about the worms that get in people's heads. I the never ants. saw oh, was I it. Never, good? I never, I've I've never seen, seen it. it. I loved that show and it got canceled. Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, I really enjoyed. I think it's one of those movies that you should probably own, uh, especially if you're a fan of the Cloverfield. Okay. Um, Another one that uh, we feel that is definitely in the top 25 is Don't Breathe. Uh, Fede Alvarez, who did the remake of Evil Dead. This guy came out swinging with this movie, but Fede Alvarez did a really good job on Don't Breathe. Now, I... We've talked about this in another, cast, in another cast or episode. I'm not sure it's necessarily um, franchise-worthy. It's, it's a good standalone film, and I can see a lot going wrong with the sequel. But Don't Breathe is one of those movies that really fucked with people. Another movie that we want to do uh, that me and Patrick specifically are big fans of is The Invitation.
3: Oh, it's so good.
1: Um, Curran. Yeah, Curran sorry. Kursawa. She did an amazing job, and I'm kind of looking forward to her new movie that's coming out. I believe it's called XX. Um, another movie that, I don't know if, I don't remember if you guys saw this one or not, but it was called Hush.
2: No. Oh, I, I want to see it. I've not seen it yet. God, is that on man. Netflix?
1: It is so... Okay, there's other movies that have been done about um, being deaf or being blind or all these other style things. But this one did a really good job of a torture revenge sort of fight up movie or break in like home invasion type movie. But they added this like element where this girl was deaf. She could write, she could type, she could see everything, but this guy tries to break into her house and try to kill her and all this other shit. And it, and the way they did it, I thought was really unique. And I feel like it definitely belongs in the top 25. Because it just sticks out in my head. I haven't bought it yet, but I really think it's worth watching. And I think it's on some of the streaming media right now. Yeah. So uh, if you guys haven't seen that movie, it's called Hush. And it's actually, I think it's pretty fucking good. Another big movie that was in the theaters that James Wan did this is a second movie that he did that um, I think got a lot of credit was uh,
2: Lights Out. Oh, I gotta see it still. Yeah. I have not seen it. I've seen about half of it. I haven't finished it. Then I heard it. Didn't you see it was like okay? It wasn't like amazing.
1: I I felt like it was like an eight. Oh, um, eight's pretty good, dude. But for the brood of 2016, uh, you know, from what all the movies came from. Okay. Now, granted, guys, keep in mind you got to remind yourself here: we can't watch 500 movies in one year. Okay. <laughs> so we are. Talking about movies that we saw or some of us saw or whatever yeah, right. that we felt really stuck out, and I think I'm okay by saying that Lights Out, while it wasn't the most amazing movie, it's getting a sequel. That means, oh, it is, yeah, he's getting th- so he has three franchises already. Oh, dude, <laughs> um, but they're doing another uh, Lights Out, and I would like to see where it goes, although I am a little hesitant about where it might go. It's a good movie. It does some different shit. Where the lights are on, you can't see the girl. Okay. But when the lights go out, you can see her. Right. So when, like, lights are flashing, it, like, comes in and out of focus with her.
3: Go ahead. What I thought was cool was that it was all started from the YouTube video that he did. Right. Such a small... And it's it's such a great medium, YouTube, now.
1: Now, here's where I have issue with it. Right. The short called lights out or i forget what it was it's called lights out it's called lights out yeah i felt like the white eyes and the face of the creature that or the the character that came up to the bed was way better than what they portrayed in lights out so that's where it gets a little bit of a ding in the see, negative I didn't spectrum. Get
3: to watch the movie that far in to see what the actual girl looked like but
1: it's very physical and it's phys- more physical than you expect. Okay. For a very supernatural, paranormal sort of style movie. But it does some unique, interesting new things that I haven't seen in movies. So it that's why, for me, it hits the top 25.
2: Cool. All right.
1: Ouija, Origin of Evil.
2: Oh, yeah. What do you think about that? It's been a while since I've, uh, I saw it. But uh, I remember uh, kind of digging on it. Yeah. Like... Um, uh, well, I wasn't expecting much because uh, any film about a Ouija board is generally pretty shitty. Well, the and...
1: first one was really bad, too. I, I don't, it had I don't... Mila Kunis in it. And oh. This
2: this is like a prequel of that, right?
1: I think so. I just look at it as a standalone movie, Okay, personally.
2: Okay. I, I, I don't I never saw the first one, but Origins of Evil honestly is not that bad. No. I, I had fun watching it. And and
1: actually it takes a little while to get towards the good shit, I think, and it does go a little buck wild at the end. But I oh, think yeah, what sure. what it does at the end surprised me significantly. It felt like almost like three different movies in one movie because the tone changes as it goes on. Yeah. And it almost reminds me of Evil Dead 2 by the end of the movie. Oh, okay, I really? can see that. It really does. Like mm. and that's why it kind of hits like that
2: nostalgic kind of bump in me. It's, it's kind of predictable, button. but not. Right. Oh yeah, it, the other thing too is like uh we didn't really talk about it, but maybe we did a little bit. It's very by the numbers as far as uh sure. you know, sc- screenwriting and what uh, is it called? You call it Sidfield Field Structure. Sid Field Structure, yeah. It's yeah. It's very much, like, by the numbers. But I, that's part of what I liked about it. Right. Because I could kind of tell, like, where it was going.
1: I feel like the three segments, the Sidfield Field Structure, yeah. were a little lengthy, a little longer than they really needed to be. And I feel like it needed to kick in a little bit earlier. But what it did do, I think it did well. Yeah. And I... Before the movie came out and when I saw the trailer, I was like, This is gonna be better than the Ouija movie that May Kunis did. Okay. And it was. It was way better. Yeah. Cause the first Ouija movie was so cheese dick, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> like I don't ever care to watch it again.
2: Did you ever see the the old, old one, the Witchboard?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, what old. they did like three movies, didn't they? Yeah, something like that. Like one that was like straight well,
2: they were all straight to video. Uh I don't remember, but I remember. I just, it's it was the long. 90s. Yeah, from back in the day. Still, uh, The Ouija Origin of Evil, really not bad. Right. Uh, give it a check. You know, check it out if you want to have a, some kind of an old school romp.
1: Now, Purge, the election year, the Purge election year, was the uh, trilogy, the third installment of The Purge. The first one was very different than the last two.
2: I didn't care much for the second one, I tell you that. Okay. I couldn't even start it. I, I watched it for two minutes, and I'm like, fuck this. It, it is
1: very cheese, Dick. But it is mayhem fun. So it's almost like, I don't want to say it's a Saw movie, but it has that element of like, I just want to see some mayhem. And there was a couple of moments that happened in the movie that I was cheering for. And that is what stuck with me.
3: See, like, that's the second one kind of deflated me. I like the the first one. Right. The second one was just kind of like, what the fuck Well, the second
1: one really pissed me off at the end. Yeah, where he's like trying to like get that guy, like after everything that he's been through, all of right. a sudden he's gonna go back to his old self. It's like, dude, no, you don't have seventeen life experiences on the way to your fucking stupid ass journey, right. and then save everybody's life, and then think you're okay to kill somebody. <laughs> like, it, and then it just got stupid. But they really, what you find out is they were just trying to bleed it into a third, uh, yeah, you know, sequel. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I thought it had some of the best character development. Train to Busan was really good. It was? It was, I think, it, it's not the most amazing movie I've ever seen. Okay. But it is, some of the character development that they do in it, you really feel for them. And some of the stuff that they did in it was really unique.
3: So what? what's a, little, a quick plot for it?
1: Essentially, um, a guy who works for the government, I think, He never gets to spend time with his kids. And his wife and him split up, I think. And his kids want to spend time with him for Christmas, finally, after years and years of him not. And so they get on a train. He meets them at where they're getting dropped off at the train. And then drives them or takes the train back to his area. But on the way, zombie outbreak happens. And people start... You know, they stop at a train. Someone gets bit, and then it gets onto the train, and then they're driving down, and all this crazy shit happens. But the, a lot of the characters in it are you really, you just really have like a connection with, in my opinion. Hmm. And some people may or may not like the Asian cinema because it's got a little bit of a quirky flair to it. Sometimes. So does this all
3: take place on a train? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, nice.
1: It's got some really heartfelt moments in it, but I really like that movie. And if you guys haven't seen it, and you are fans of zombie films, you should at least watch it. And I think because of the character development in it, I think it's worth being in the top 25. Let's see. We watched The Blair Witch.
3: Yeah. I watched half of it. Yeah. Let's see. Like, I'm so lazy. I'm sorry, guys. <clears throat> and, then,
1: and and to be honest, this movie got a lot of,
3: this movie got a lot of, like, crazy fucking hatred towards it. I don't understand that, because from what I saw of the movie, it seemed like a pretty solid film, considering the first movie was kind of shitty.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know if the I mean, the first movie in its time, at that moment...
3: And and, and don't forget about the nostalgic of it being like, oh, it was real at the time. Right. Right.
1: At the time, we hadn't seen anything as real as that was. Right. It came across way more genuine than some of the movies that we'd seen previous to it. Because it was such a new...
3: Well, it was one of the first movies that actually. Did one that.
1: of it wasn't the
2: first. It wasn't the first,
3: but it was one of the first movies that actually put like media out there that was like yeah, it, got, to it, it
2: was what the uh, uh, early internet found footage. Early, yeah. I was going to say early internet days, right? Right. Because it was you know you could go online and say was the Blair Witch real and right you could see and they the had
1: witch- they had already backed it all up yeah like before anybody got interested they really thought it out really well Oh they well. did it really did It was kind of like a viral marketing campaign that you yeah. could have you could have only wished to have as someone starting that Right and It's one
2: of, it, one of the first ones that I can think of that was right. like
1: that It's what I started to remember as viral Yeah like when I was younger like I didn't Oh, there for re- sure yeah yeah, yeah. So that. but this new one I think Adam did a really good job Yeah. and they- I think Some of the sound design in this movie is some of the best shit I've ever heard. We've talked about it before. Honestly, if you're sitting in the living room and you have, like, shit going on around you, don't watch this movie. Don't. (laughs) Just don't. If you've got headphones on or completely focused and you got the surround sound system on, this movie's going to fucking tickle your pickle. (laughs) In my opinion.
0: Tickle your pickle. It's
1: really, like, if you really just sit and enjoy it, it takes it a step further than the original did. Another movie that I want to bring up for the top 25 is Before I Wake. Oh. This is a movie where a kid basically goes to sleep. He's, um, his family, he's lost his family, essentially. And he's in a home, a children's home. And some kid, or some family adopts him. When he goes to sleep at night, his dreams become reality. Hmm. And so they start out very sweet and innocent butterflies that look like christmas lights start flying around them and they realize that he can what he dreams about becomes reality then he dream, he sees a picture on the wall of their dead son dreams about that kid and he's in their living room and they hug him and he disappears hmm. and then it starts to get progressively worse and he calls this demon the canker demon and you I don't want to ruin it but you find out why he's having these dreams and it's actually pretty interesting like I thought it was kind of scary and unique and like crazy I think it's a pretty unique movie and I think it's one of those movies I just like the idea that you can dream and make something reality
3: right that when you said the plot line it kind of reminded me of a, that movie with George Clooney um Solaris Solaris uh,
1: Little different.
3: <laughs> Little yeah, well obviously, yeah. But.
1: It reminds me more of a movie called Premonition.
3: I don't think I ever saw that one.
1: That one's a really weird movie where they like focus all their mind energy into this object and they bring something through from the other side and it literally starts decaying reality.
3: Oh <laughs> shit.
1: And it's I like that movie too, but we did watch uh the monster.
3: Oh yeah. It was a good movie. What did you think about that one? I thought it was a great story. uh, Great character development. Um, The monster intrigued me. It wasn't great. No, the monster wasn't great, but for what they did with it, you know, they didn't try to reveal it. No, not at all. They didn't try to, like, shove it in your face. They kind of, like, try to leave it to your imagination. Right. I just like when films do that, because... I'm gonna think of something so more scarier than you could show me on screen. Right,
1: and I think the dialogue. A lot of people, some people were like, "Oh, well, you said what did you call it? A lifetime it was movie? Like a
3: lifetime movie, God, yeah. dude,
1: what a fucking horrible thing to say about a great movie."
3: It, it, well, it, it, I'm not trying to say it in a bad way. I'm just saying it was very dramatic. Okay, you know what I mean. It was well, very, but
1: it wasn't a typical lifetime movie. It gotta, was you like you
3: got to admit that it was very like dramatic and very intimate. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't just like. Well, I liked
1: I liked that the mom was a fuck up. Right. And I liked that the daughter was like doing the natural thing of being an adult because her mom was a fuck up. For sure. And I liked that between them because it gave it kind of an interesting story and then I mean, the movie does get a little weird towards the end, but I think I think the the girl, the young girl, the daughter did a really good job oh yeah i think the mom was like amazing like she did a really good job (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's a really good underrated movie and i think even the guys at buzzkill podcast um, they they liked it a lot too and i think i suggested it online but they had been meaning to watch it so but that was a really good one another one i'm just gonna shoot a couple through here guys because i don't want to run this too long do it do it uh, I watched The Shallows about the girls being oh. stuck out in the middle of the ocean, sort of, and like this shallow. I want, I area. I want to
2: see that. I've not seen it what yet. What was the other movie? Good that was movie, like man. It is? Oh, that is fantastic. It's
3: like Jaws. Is it? Okay, I was going to say open water, but. Oh, it's sure.
1: like Jaws, but on a very um, thriller esque sort of way. Hmm. And the way that she fights this shark is so fucking awesome. It's about a chick who basically had a mother who passed away from cancer. And when she was pregnant, she went to a beach, took a picture, this secret beach, and she always talked about it as she was growing up. And she wanted to go back to that place to honor her mom. And all this shit happens, and she gets stuck out in the middle of the ocean, basically. Um, another movie that I wanted to talk about is Pet, which you guys didn't see either. I did not.
3: Ooh. That is one of the films that I was looking forward to watching. Right. Well, we can't watch every movie. I know. It's about a guy
1: who is infatuated with a girl he meets on the bus. He doesn't have a very social life. He doesn't have a very outward life. And he meets this uh, ex-classmate on the bus. She doesn't know who he is. He remembers her for a tea. Instantly falls in love with her. Starts stalking her, essentially. Puts her in a cage. And then you find out all this crazy shit. It's done well. I think it's unique enough that it needs to be in the top twenty-five because they do a, do a really good job of it. Uh, you watched the green room? Oh yeah. What did you think about that?
2: Uh, honestly, it, it was honestly it was okay. Okay. It didn't it didn't kick my ass. Didn't do anything I wasn't expecting. But your uh,
1: expectations were that you were a big Patrick Stewart. Oh yeah, fan.
2: Patrick Stewart is fantastic. I mean, if I had to have sex with one man, and you know. <laughs> It would probably be him, but uh, make it so. Make it so. Yes, make it so. But uh, he, he just he didn't have enough screen time, and it just wasn't enough.
1: Well, you were looking forward to the movie because of him, yeah. But it sure. wasn't about him, it, correct? He was just the the head henchman,
2: yeah. And it, it, even even or he beyond was the that, boss. even beyond that, I was expecting more extreme stuff but it was not extreme it was very
1: i thought it was gory as fuck and unyielding at times shit really? i thought it was
2: like lukewarm
1: i don't know man like We're there's some to scenes
3: too much information no about you're fine
1: dude like I'm... you watch the trailer you already know what the premise is oh, like really? there's nothing yeah. you're gonna okay i'm sorry <laughs> don't mind me
2: no but honestly
1: like it there's some scenes in it that are really gory Kind of unyielding, in my opinion.
0: Oh,
2: oh, nice. Maybe I got to watch it again.
1: Yelchin was in it, wasn't he? Yes, that, he that was in it? one of his last movies. Oh, actually, wow. uh, Yelchin, uh, Anton Yelchin.
2: Yelchin, there you go. Not Yelchin. Yeah, <laughs> <one>. Yelchin. <laughs>
1: I thought it was actually not a bad
2: movie. I I, I have to see it again. I have to. It's
1: see pretty it. straightforward,
2: though. Abattoir. Oh, I still want to see that. Yeah, it's a great concept, and I'm 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 sad that you said it was kind of iffy. What it does
1: is really amazing and unique.
2: Actually, do you know what it means? Avatar means?
1: Uh, go ahead. Slaughterhouse. Yeah, that's right. I right. remember. I just didn't think of it at the time. But, but, um, yeah.
2: Every time I see it on uh, the streaming service, uh, Laura has to tell me. Well,
1: the concept <laughs> of the movie is really unique. And uh, it's better than when Pat's passing out on the mic. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm awake. Wake a, up, bitch. He needs, a, awake. He needs a handy J. So check it out.
1: So the story, the concept is really awesome. It's about a it guy is. who's obsessed with people who die in homes because he wants, he's interested in paranormal. Yeah. And he feels that when someone dies in a room, they emit a large portion of uh, like Poop. some sort Poop. of energy that traps them in that room. So this guy will buy up murder houses and then take, literally, physically remove the room and rebuild it on a huge, ginormous house that is made of nothing but murder rooms. I
3: don't know why, but this sounds like uh, 13 ghosts. Oh. Kind of. Right.
1: You know who it is? Darren Lynn Boozman, who is one of the directors of uh, Saw. Oh, okay. Saw two. Saw two, three, four, and on. Darren Lynn Boozman. But it, Oh, that's the guy who did it? Yeah. Oh, cool. It's not a bad movie. I didn't like the ending. I didn't like what they did with the spirits, so to speak. That's what I but but because it's so unique in a way, like I have to put it in there. I, I don't
2: I, I, I want to see it so bad. It's, it's
1: not weird. high up on the list, but it is unique. Does it
2: raise the roof? Is it doesn't yeah.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh i'm gonna shoot through a couple of these without having to talk about it do it do it do it um keanu reeves did a movie called knock knock torture revenge horror movie it's just i want to see it it makes you go damn dude like what the fuck how is
3: keanu
0: in it
2: he plays keanu was,
1: was he, it, yeah, i was gonna say is it just
2: like the yeah. the running was the he, i'm on. a character was he <laughs> in a movie was he excellent
1: i'm dodging bullets I am kind. I made an
2: older reference than you did. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I said excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. So. I really do want to see it, and, and honestly, like... I, I don't think
1: it's a bad movie. I like,
2: to, that's awesome. I'm glad you liked it. I like the Torture I, Revenge movies. I, I want to see it. I want to see it.
1: That's why I'm it's go one of to, my favorite because go I and and like Torture it. Revenge movies. Also,
2: I like Keanu Reeves. He's really sexy.
1: Well, I think... Him doing John Wick is amazing. Oh, John oh the Wick second too. one is coming out.
3: Yeah, dude. So. Second one's John coming Wick out,
2: too. dude. And I love John Wick. The guy who directed it was actually a stunt coordinator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so that's that's why that's it's, why it's, it's good. so on point with right. that kind of action. But yeah. Knock
1: Knock, honestly, it's not his best movie. But, dude, I felt really uncomfortable with what they were doing to him. And there was moments where I was like, oh, that's stupid. Like, you... Okay, I'm just going to tell you. They put headphones on him and turn up the volume really loud to make his ears bleed. <laughs> and he's like he's like tied up in a chair. Yeah, and it's, it's like, torturing. dude, well, if if you can move your neck, you can shake the headphones off. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, what what were they playing? What kind of music? Just like metal or something. Yeah, that that sucks real bad. I'm L- sorry. <laughs> Before we like move you on. have to listen to Metallica. It's like really. they didn't
1: tie the headphones to his head. Oh, I would have totally done that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would have shaken that shit off. <laughs> um, there was a movie, it was an Asian film called The Wailing. Super odd, super weird, vampires and shit. Really cool, actually. Like, there was a couple of parts where you... I mean, it's not the best movie I've seen, but it is notable. It is one I do remember from 2016 quite well. It is kind of like a horror movie, and it's got some violence in it and some blood in it, and I thought it was pretty decent. I thought it was... A lot of people really like it. I didn't think it was as good as they were saying, but I thought it was really unique, and it's it's pretty interesting and creepy and weird. Um Baskin. Did you guys see that movie? No. Uh Baskin? Fuck, man. I feel like I'm alone here. No. Baskin is that movie where these guys, they're all cops. There's like ba- five ba- of them. Baskin... Like robins.
2: Okay, I was gonna say like like ice cream. Yeah, (laughs) but it's definitely
1: not ice cream. Uh, It is a supernatural movie that is kind of uh, existential, mind, metaphysical. Um,
2: Now I gotta see it. You fucking (laughs) (laughs) cocksucker!
1: It's really cool, man. Like, uh, it takes place about five guys who are traveling in a car at night, traveling, and they get a call for this house that has like some sort of uh murder or something. I can't remember. They go on the road to this fucking place. They get into an accident and then there's some weird shit happening. You're not sure if they're dead or not, but they get into an accident. They go into this house and they start finding all these people that are like, like one of the cops that showed up early okay. is like pounding his head against the wall. And they start going through these rooms of this old, decrepit building and they start finding, like, naked people with bags over their heads and, like, crawling around, like, demons and shit and it's, like, really atmospheric and then it, like, takes you back and forth. So, like, they're in this building and all of a sudden you're back in the fucking diner that they were at earlier and blood starts coming out of his hands on the table and, like, there's this, like, weird dark character that's, like, talking to them and being odd and they're, like, trying to arrest him and it just, like, goes back and then by the time it gets to the end I really think it's one of the most uneasy movies of 2016 uh, as far as like atmosphere and style and everything it's a little long winded for most people in the mainstream but for those who are willing to go for kind of a fucked up ride it gets really fucking dark and violent and gory like I think a dude gets his eye stabbed with a knife slowly essentially it's, it's mirroring uh, death and life, and somewhere in between. So it's like purgatory. Okay. But it's like fucked up purgatory. Jeez. So I think Baskin, it's one of those movies that's really expensive to buy on Blu-ray, but I gotta own it. Right. It's, 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 a, it's a really good movie for 2016. It's not in English. There is subtitles. Worth it. Okay, uh, another movie that I saw called Nina Forever, which is the one about the girl who died, his girlfriend dies, and then he starts seeing some other girl, and they start having sex on the bed. And she has a period. And then the girlfriend, ex girlfriend, comes back to life through the bed. Jesus! And starts having a threesome with them. And <laughs> so, then, so like a pinhead.
3: <laughs> That's what I thought of as soon as you said it. Like like Hellraiser. It right? is
1: very much like that in a lot of sense, but it's like a dark comedy.
3: Huh.
1: It's really dark, like dark, dark, dark comedy. Mm. Uh, but it has some really funny moments in there, and it's really unique and mm. interesting how they have this menage a trois, and I think it's worth watching if you are into indie films that do something unique and different, if you're in for the a little bit of a slow ride, but I think it's weird enough to keep people interested. Mm. The Scanners sequel, uh, unofficial sequel, The Mind's Eye.
2: Oh, yeah. I still got to see that. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. <laughs> okay. Did, I have. Didn't you say it was okay. It wasn't amazing, but it was I,
1: okay. I a lot of people really love this movie, and I'm not saying that it's not a good movie. I really didn't enjoy the aesthetic of it and mm-hmm. how weird it was. But there was a lot of scenes where it looked like people were taking shits.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember you posted. Yeah, that. I posted the video yeah. on
1: Instagram, and the director liked one of my posts, so I know he had to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt bad, uh, but I wasn't trying to make fun of it. It's just what popped in, you know, you get those thoughts when you're watching a movie and you're just like, God, they look like they're taking shits. But it was really cool. Like, it is really cool. Like, I think it's, uh, it's a low budget film in a way, very indie, super psychic powers where people are fighting with psychic powers to each other and they crush each other's body parts and shit like that. They're fighting in the air and the air. it's kind of cool. Like, I really did like it has a good feel to it. A lot of people really love it. Um also Ava's Possession was another film. Uh it's kind of a comedy. It's a dark comedy, but it's more comedy than dark. It's about a girl who goes to demonic possessions anonymous. And I know it sounds stupid, but it's actually pretty entertaining. Okay. Like it's really funny. Like I thought it was like way better than and it's really unique, because have you ever seen a movie where they go to a de- demonic possessions anonymous? They're like, you're ten times more likely to get possessed a second time. It's like a
3: place where you gotta go take a number and shit. Now. Right. Serving well, they're 24. trying to keep them
1: suppressed so that they won't get possessed again. because right. But they treat demonic possession like an addiction. Hmm. And huh. it's it's really unique and fun. And she's like, the way that she describes... She's like, yeah, I used to get possessed. You know? Like, I got possessed by a fucking crazy demon. And like they like put these charms on their necks that brings the demon out, and they have to fight him off to like fight the addiction
3: that'd be great if there was just, like a circle and they had to bring your demon out to be dude part they have, of the have them on
1: stage, and they like get crazy like all these people get possessed <laughs> it's fucking great dude it's oh, pretty funny uh and then the last one I think is definitely worth noting aesthetically, it was one of the well one one of the best well shot movies atmosphere uh it wasn't my favorite movie but it is the neon demon
3: oh yeah i remember you talking about that
1: which is an allegory towards the story of what los angeles is the neon demon right but it talks about like superficiality like superficial bitches and men and how everybody kind of milks off each other in la Hmm. and it's kind of like a story about that and it's, it's, it's really, if you look at it then in that sense when you go to see the movie, it makes a lot more sense. It's really long scenes for no reason, for like the artistic. Oh. Is fantastic. there a payoff? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I liked it, but I, I think it was well shot, well acted, all this weird shit happens. And you, and you don't expect what happens necessarily. So yeah, I think it's good to pay off. Okay. I think it's a good movie. Got to check it out. Um, Now, I want to shoot through uh, some of our favorite anthology films. Southbound, Holidays, ABCs of Death 2.5, and Monsterland. All of these are anthology films with really short stories. If I had to pick one of the four, I would probably lean Southbound or Monsterland a little bit. Although, Holidays has some of the creepiest fucking Easter egg Christmas Jesus thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, I've never seen a horror movie where they make Jesus into a fucking monster. That's crazy. And Holidays does that. So, I have to give it some credit. But those are some really good ones. I thought ABC's A Death 2.5, which isn't technically a ABC de- ABC's A Death 3. ABC's A Death is kind of give or take. I know Mike doesn't like anthologies. Uh, yeah, they're eh. I, I look at it as like, hey, this is like the Twilight Zone episodes, right? and, uh, and I'm going to pick my favorites out of them. Yeah, maybe you'll find like three to ten that you'll like, or mildly like, and the rest are kind of like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, some of the most disappointing or worst movies. Now, you guys are going to decide this. not Not us, but you guys listening. So... You can take it for what you will. We're not going to say that it's the worst movie ever. Some of these aren't the worst movie ever, but some of them are the most disappointing of this year, that we went in expecting a lot and didn't really get what we thought was worth it.
2: So do you want to kick that off, Mike? Yeah, for me, one of the worst ones that I saw was uh, Cell. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I read... With uh, Samuel L. Jackson and John Cusack. Cusack. John Cusack. Okay, so Cell... With uh, Samuel Jackson and John Cusack. Story by, uh, it's a uh, based on a Stephen King book.
1: Right. And Why is this your favorite
2: hated movie? Because uh, I think whoever directed it, no offense to them or the producers, but I really think they never even bothered to read the book. And the book wasn't even that good to begin with. Right. So you take a mediocre book and make a even more mediocre film out of it.
1: Stephen King was trying to take technology and make it. A horror story, essentially.
2: Well, yeah, it, it, it felt... The book felt like an action movie, but it felt like his take on zombie stuff.
1: I feel like if that movie maybe would have come out a little earlier, it would have had a little bit more impact, even though it was poorly acted in a lot of spots. I, I could see that. It could have done a little bit better, but it and, was one of those movies they were going to bring out to the theater, but they said, it sucks, so we're going to just put it straight to video.
2: Yeah, and the other, the other thing, too, the real big problem I had was... Uh, the main uh, antagonist in the book, right, was not in the movie.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So I the, didn't know that.
2: So yeah. So you, there, there's really is no bad guy in the movie, but the bad guy they never bothered creating as a character. So it made no, no fucking sense. Huh. Yeah. So the- well,
1: for me, since never reading the book, I was enjoying it up to a point, and then it just started having bad acting. It was bad uh. direction.
2: Yeah, okay. because
1: we already know that the actors weren't bad. Yeah, it was just bad direction. Okay, it's it, like there was parts that didn't need to be in there. Uh, maybe the story was bad. I didn't read the book, so yeah.
2: I mean, there was literally supposed to be like when all the people started rising up and and like going together. Right. <clears throat> there was they they had a leader that was leading them. That oh. was that was like their the hive mind hive mind guy. Okay, yeah, like the board queen version. Gotcha. Of Uh, but not in the movie, but was in the book. Weird. Yeah. So that's why. And that
1: would have given a little bit of a, well, maybe not an edge because body snatchers kind of feels like it has a hive mind, even though they don't really divulge that. Right.
2: Yeah. But still, eh, whatever.
1: Yeah. It was kind of, it was kind of lame. It kind of felt like too little, too late. Yeah. Uh, it borrowed from the movie, um, uh, the signal. Oh yeah, yeah in a lot of ways. Movie. Which was the signal was ten times better than oh, that yeah. movie will ever be. Oh. So, but I I agree. I didn't like Cell. Christina did to a degree, and I think it had some elements that were good and interesting. Yeah. No, I watched the whole thing all the way through. I was really wrapped up into it into a, to a certain point, and then I just was like, ooh, yeah. It felt like someone shit in my salad, or like I don't know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it was that one movie that we went to go see in the movie theaters. Which one? A phantasm ra- Ravager. Oh, yeah.
1: was it bad? It's weird because I have such a nostalgic love for it. Coscarelli is that how you pronounce his name, Yeah, right? Don Coscarelli did. D- it. It, 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 he, did he directed did it. it. Oh wow, okay. He also directed John dies at the end, which I did like. Yeah, uh, I, I thought the really the good. CGI was a little too much some at some points in John dies at the end. Although it did do a good job. Yeah. I hate to say this, guys, and we said it in another cast. I was not very fond of Ravager. I'm willing to give it another shot I'm definitely buying it in the blu-ray fucking collection um I still will watch it and maybe it's not as bad as the one the last uh, <laughs> phantasm <laughs> movie but it it while it had elements of really cool story some of the acting was really bad some of the ideas were good oh it was some great ideas yeah, right like it just didn't deliver well I don't know why huh and I don't want to go and just like to the fuck, you know Don Coscarelli fucked this up because you can't. Like I don't know, man. It, it's really it was a little disappointing, and uh, and maybe I need to watch it again. But that was one of the more disappointing movies for me. Huh. Um, I still enjoyed it. If you're a fan of Phantasm, it's definitely worth owning uh, because it it continues the story, and Reggie is obviously the hero. Hmm. So, uh, anything else, Pat? That you have? Are you on the phone?
3: No, I was looking. I, I was checking to make sure that Hive did not come out. Oh, uh, okay. I'm like, you need he, he, you need a break.
2: He's texting me. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's sexting me. you. He sent me dick pics. <laughs> um, I,
3: I thought it was interesting that you have uh, one of the films on here. I haven't seen most of these on the worst disappointing films, but uh, Beyond the Gates was bad. I want to see that. Um, for me. You guys haven't seen it,
1: first no, of all. No, so, I, I so wanted to see. I it. put it on okay. the disappointing list because I root for it, I care about it, I understand it's an indie film, I understand they had a low budget, and probably what they did with their budget is amazing. But it just didn't go where I wanted it to go, mm. and while I liked some of the actors and the ideas that they did with it, like the cool film tricks that they would do with like sticking the tape into the machine, because it's essentially about them playing an old VHS board game.
2: Yeah, and like, uh, it, uh, uh, Jumanji or Z- right, Z-Zethere. it's
1: like the horror Jumanji is what a lot of people yeah. are calling it. So I'm in my mind, I when I went in to see this movie, I'm like, oh yes take me on a ride i felt <laughs> like like i kind of wanted to see house Two. Oh yeah do you see what i'm saying yeah. yeah yeah like i wanted to see house two in this movie and they didn't do it it was like they were in a house and didn't really feel like it took me out of the house into this
3: other dimension mm. so it just felt like flat. they
1: did some really cool camera tricks and some of the dialogue was fun some mm. of it was a little long-winded Uh, I felt like it could have been cut down a little bit. Like a Tarantino film or something? But the movie was already cut down short. It wasn't even a full 90 minutes. Right. So, I don't know. I know a lot of people are fans of it, and I urge you to go see it at least to make your own opinion about it, but I felt, as much as I rooted for the movie throughout the whole movie, dude, Mm -hmm. I just feel like it didn't do what I wanted. And again, like I said, I was hoping it to be like House 2.
3: Not to beat a dead horse, but that's exactly how I felt about the hive. Right. There were so many great opportunities for them to do so many crazy scenes. Sure. And just nothing.
1: Right. Now, I will say that um, there was some movies that you know, okay, like me and you, what Mike, we and you watched Let's Be Evil a little bit, didn't you? About uh, the people that wear the fucking virtual reality oh, headset, I'm, augmented I reality headset. I wanted
2: to see it, but I did not see it
1: man, dude, I was got it, was 40 minutes into that movie and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> they turned it into like Resident Evil with the little girl. Right. Oh, dude. And it was like, You're they were mind. trying to take care of these kids who were like, oh, I don't yeah. know. It was just, I don't know. I did, I didn't even finish it. Really? Yeah, I just was like, fuck it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You've wasted enough of my life. Yeah, I
1: was like, you know what? I'm not even interested in the least. I don't even know why I'm watching this.
3: Well, there's another movie that I didn't see, but it's probably one of the disappointing films of the year, was uh, Medea.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think you need to be a fucking Sherlock Holmes to figure out that boo, a Medea Halloween is going to be shit.
2: Yeah. I might as well just spend two hours punching myself in the dick. Like... (laughs) Like you know what? If
1: they would have had a budget like maybe say Goosebumps the remake, uh, the, the, budget, the Goosebumps movie, like a oh a Jack $7, Black seven or eight, yeah. Budget. Like if they would have had that much kind of budget, I think it would have been good. But this movie was shit, and I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. Yeah. You know what? Because really- I've already shitted it in the toilet and flushed it.
3: All right, onwards. Garbage. Oh, the darkness. Did we talk about the darkness? Oh, jeez. Uh, we've, we've done a lot of. That's
1: probably about. that is the top one of the top three. Worst movies of 2016.
3: But it got to Kevin Bacon.
1: I don't care. Kevin Bacon could not save this horrible movie. He couldn't movie. dance out his, of his His Bacon couldn't save
2: his Bacon. And you know
1: what's fucked <laughs> up? I can't remember... Like, sorry, like, we didn't go into details because we're just kind of going off the top here, guys. But the director is actually not a bad director. He's done... I think he did Wolf Creek. Did he? Yeah, he did oh. Wolf, the Wolf Creek movies. He did the TV show. And like, I have a lot of respect for him, but this movie sucked. And I don't know if it was his fault because, oh god, I just fucking hate the darkness, man. <laughs> I got. I got. I'm it. so glad I didn't pay for it. Like I was just like, thank god. Listen I just want to. I just want to break like ten discs of it, like, and then take a shit on it and flush it down the toilet.
3: <laughs> well then, well we get some. More and to I'm go.
1: sorry. I look. Hey, look. I've never made a movie. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's just my opinion. It doesn't necessarily revolve around the director. I just didn't get it and i felt like it was a wannabe poltergeist movie A want to be if you saw the last paranormal activity movie uh the dimension the ghost dimension i haven't seen it, it reminded me of that only worse and that was the shittiest fucking ghost paranormal movie it was, was the, the worst fifth one yeah the last one okay this was like it was just ten times worse, and like ugh, I couldn't stand the kid. I couldn't. I just couldn't stand anything about it. <laughs> I, and I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. Maybe you guys like it, and I'm sorry if I'm acting like an asshole. It's just my opinion. So maybe some of you like it. Don't watch it.
2: <laughs> hey write in the comments and let us know why you like it. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, well, then we'll uh, And you know what? And then you, we'll shit all over. If it.
1: you love it, prove me wrong. I really don't care. Like <laughs> I'm not that passionate. I just don't like it. It just upset me. Uh anything else you might want to point out?
2: Uh, not that I can really think of. Um know.
1: well what we was have
2: that, the witch that you said you didn't really like.
1: Oh yeah. I think
2: I tried watching it but I This didn't is
1: really a movie, okay, that everybody that I tell that I don't like it. Tries to tell me, oh, you didn't like Suspiria, did you? I'm like, no, I love Suspiria. It's like one of your favorite films. Yeah, I love Suspiria. This isn't Suspiria, guys. (laughs) This is called The Witch. This is. It's not a bad movie. Again, it's well-acted. It's well-written. Everything about it is really well-atmospheric. Just left you with blue balls. Dude, it was the worst blue balls I've had in a movie, (laughs) like... Dude, if you're going to fucking jerk me off, at least make me cum. Yeah, even a little bit. Like a little. and Like, like a little pre-cum. That's all and, we asked and, for. And look, A, I know that The Witch is one of the top movies on their list, on a lot of people's lists. Yeah. It's not mine. It is one of the worst movies of 2016 for me, because it, while it did so many things right, it just ended poorly. So, I'm sorry. Like, if you guys love The Witch, congratulations. I'm happy it made you happy. For me, it pissed me off. I'm all about atmosphere, and for whatever reason, it it just made me feel like it was like a, it was like they tricked me into thinking it was going to be something better than it was. Oh right. yeah, it was like like an M Night Shyamalan hand job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't <laughs> know how to explain. Plot twist:
2: it. You're not coming. It's a slow hand
1: job. <laughs> um, another one that I just want to mention real quick is Cabin Fever, the remake. I haven't oh, seen it yet, but God. I really like which the Eli Roth approved of. The, the original of was
2: oh, okay. The original was good. Yeah, it was good. I fucking I love, love, it.
1: love it. I love that movie. Like in a way, like it's definitely in my collection. I just don't think you need to carbon copy a movie that was done very few yeah, like, years like ago,
2: ten, ten years ago, maybe. I mean,
1: like yeah, Eli Roth. Like we've talked about it before. Like yeah. he has some a lot of misses. Yeah. Um. He's not a fucking. I mean. I don't know, man. I feel like a dick. Cabin fever did not need to be remade and they no. didn't need to change out nope the Dewey character, the fucking what?
3: I was just gonna say I, I felt the same way about Old Boy. I was like, why are you remaking Old Boy? You know what
1: I didn't mind Josh Brolin as him. But it's not as good as the original. It's not. But yeah, Cabin Fever, you don't need to remake the movie, and you certainly don't need to make a carbon copy of it yeah. and do everything the same. Right. Like, what the fuck is the point of that? Why don't you just point people in the direction of the original movie? Uh, yeah. And how Eli Roth thought this was a good idea to fucking make a remake just <laughs> blows my fucking mind. Like, by it, every it makes means. You a master
2: of cash and yeah, it's <laughs> a, yeah, exactly.
1: You're a master of fucking uh, manipulation. I don't know. Like...
2: I, I I thought and the, I love
1: you, Eli Ross. So please oh, no, don't take sure. it personally, man.
2: Because I remember when I first saw the original Cabin Fever. Right, I'm I, a
1: fucking I, huge.
2: I, fan. I walked out of the theater. I saw it by myself. Right, and like my head was exploding. I had to, I immediately called my my film friend. I'm like, dude, dude, dude. Good movie, dude. man. I'm like, get in your car and go watch this fucking goddamn movie. You you. Fucker. This is an independent classic. it's it's badass. It was a a neoclassic, and it's phenomenal. But
1: they did such a good job of, like, conveying the the disease. Yeah. Right. It just made you feel uneasy, and you felt like you were going to catch it everywhere. This movie was like a carbon
2: copy fucking spoof. Did, did it still have the uh, comedic factors? Uh, that the original Yeah, had? it did, but
1: like, it's like, instead of seeing the comedian tell the joke, that actually told the joke, it's like watching your friend tell the joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But you've already seen the comedian tell the joke. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And they threw a couple, like, zingers in there, but it was, like, pointless. Oh, right. man. Anyway.
3: So, yeah. What about The Forest?
1: Oh, that was another bad movie. Yeah. Great build-up horrible fucking they could have done so many fucking wonderful things with that that's is one it, of the, the movies the
2: that
3: The Forest I, I completely turned it off after a, fucking half an hour in. right I just turned it's it that off. bad it right like a girl yeah.
2: who needs a good, uh, it's
1: offensive it pissed me off and I'm sorry again I'm sure I'm pissing everybody off in the industry right now and I'm sorry but The Forest is a bad movie it really is I wanted to like it it was an interesting storyline it is well the whole concept is have you ever heard of this there's a a forest in the middle of Japan where people go to kill themselves
2: oh the one and they
1: don't know why and they don't understand why and there's a whole mythology and all this other crazy shit
2: oh that and that's real yeah it's a
1: real thing yeah and they took this story, and they were like, hey, how do we make it really bad? And they made a bad movie. That's, that,
2: <laughs> like,
1: it's just horrible. Like, she gets lost in the woods, and you lose track of time and all this other shit. But it doesn't really do a good job of conveying that loss huh. of time. Like, where Blair Witch did, okay. in my opinion. So, shit. Um, let's see here. What else do we got? we're gonna save the worst one for last oh yeah. um, for sure uh, me and me my mates and the zombie apocalypse did not see it was that a bad you big couldn't... fan of Jim Jeffries. big Okay. love him I think he's a fucking hilarious he's offensive like we are oh. but doesn't really give a shit you know <laughs> like, I don't give a shit well like, he's like I wish I was gay you know cause then I could like get service from everyone you know <laughs> like he's just fucking funny guy you know right me, my mates, and the apocalypse proves that he has not really grown as an actor.
3: <laughs> like, Does he digress?
1: I don't know if it's his fault or the directors, but it just it just
2: did not it just didn't do it justice. Oh, man. It was like uh eh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have not seen it, so I, I have no opinion on it.
1: It's like there's there's ways that you can write stuff and act stuff and cut stuff and edit stuff. It just didn't it just didn't just no. Rem- all. Like, what's the movie um, that we watched the, the the fucking zombie one where they saw black and white and everything? Oh, oh, oh ah, zombies. zombies. Yeah,
3: ah, zombies. Yeah, that
1: movie's way better than this movie. And that movie's not even the best movie I've. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's shit. unique. Anyway, uh, yoga Hosers.
2: Oh, that was Kevin Smith. Okay.
1: That's a okay. Kevin Smith
2: friend. It wasn't, yeah. It's
1: disappointing, though. That's <clears throat> why was... I put it in the list.
2: Well, let me say this. I was expecting a, a pile of garbage, and uh, I'm not saying it was a pile of garbage. Okay. Uh, I threw it on, did some dishes, did some uh, vacuuming, <laughs> and I, I still watched it. You took a shit. I took a shit. On the played, movie. Played with my balls.
1: <laughs> now, here's the thing. Kevin Smith did Red State. I was all for that. Oh, that was a great I liked movie. that movie. I and thought I, it was good. I had a good
2: time with Tusk as well.
1: He had the, there was a dichotomy of like seriousness with silliness and like uneasy and thriller. And I was like, fuck yeah, Kevin Smith is going to make fucking horror movies. And when I saw that movie, I was like, it's only going to get better. Mm. Yeah. Tusk, I like it. He wanted to do a human centipede thing. Yeah. He did it. He did it pretty good. Not as good. Decent. Justin Long played the fucking walrus dude. And I was like, okay, I can accept this. Christina liked it. I liked Johnny Depp's parts in that movie. (laughs) Well, he's doing the whole fucking uh, Cloverfield thing. Okay. He's doing like how they're all, like there's some characters that are all related to all these movies. Yeah, sharing the same kind of universe. Right. Um, So he did Yoga Hosers, which I thought was fun. and I I probably liked I don't know. It's probably on the same level as Tusk. Completely different concept. Yeah. You probably have to be about 16 and live in Canada to enjoy this movie. (laughs) Um, Which is fine. But it just felt weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I liked certain elements of it. I thought it was silly. And I got the tone of it. But I just, I don't know. It doesn't make, doesn't give me much hope for Moose Jaws or Anti-Claw's.
2: Oh, it, it, you mean one of his projects he's going to work on right now? He's
1: working on uh, Moose Jaws next, which isn't part of that universe. Oh, that, yeah, we were talking about that. And then he's earlier, doing a Krampus style Anti Claws oh, movie, oh which I stumbled upon. I literally was like, oh, that's a really great name. I should try to coin that. And then I looked, I typed it in, into uh, IMDb, and it was like, bing, Kevin Smith. Uh, And then I tagged him in, and I was like, so I guess uh, you and I have the same thoughts about stuff (laughs) or something. He didn't write back, of course. But he's got millions of followers, so uh, who am I? The boy? Oh, yeah. That one's one I fell asleep on.
2: Shit. You fell asleep on a boy? (laughs) (laughs) Thing. Jesus Christ. Inappropriate, Michael. (laughs) It's not inappropriate. Well, it depends on what country you live in. No,
1: I probably should probably watch it, but the fact that I fell asleep on it was just one that I wanted to add to the top 15 worst movies right. of this year. And believe me, guys, there is a lot of shitty movies this year um, I haven't seen.
3: Well, it's good that horror is growing. dude. Least, so that we can see that horror movies are still oh, coming out. Oh, fuck and yeah, they're...
1: and I applaud it, dude. Like, right. you gotta wade through a lot of shit to find some gems. You know, you're not gonna find these beautiful gems. Right. Just it's like laying around. cat litter, you know? Yeah. Well, not cat litter, just like piles of diarrhea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Trying to scoop it together in a pile. <laughs>
1: uh, but the boy, I don't really have too many opinions on. I wasn't too thrilled by it, but I, I probably should give it a watch again, but just wanted to add another one so we right. can make it uh, even 15. There's
3: two more we need to talk about. What? Was
1: Incarnate. Incarnate. Started off really awesome. Very big budget. Hollywood 80s, or not Hollywood 80s, but Hollywood style. Mm. Very cool concept where almost like, do you guys see Inception?
3: Oh, yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay.
1: But with demons. Huh. So whoever's possessed, he can get in their mind and their dreams. Essentially, what happens is, is the possessed victim gets put into a dream state where they dream about all these wonderful things that the demon puts in their mind to keep them at bay, to realize that they're not awake. Right. To keep them So submissive. that they can control their body. Right. Which is a fantastic idea and really in-depth, but it also takes away a lot of the mystery and the scare of hmm. possession. Yeah. yeah. And it just makes it very um, organized and hmm. neat and... It reminded me of I Frankenstein,
2: you know, <laughs> which I never saw, nor do I have any desire to see.
1: I mean, it's not as big budget as that, but it just it just has that appeal to okay. it. I feel like he doesn't he doesn't get the movies that he really should.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> or maybe he's just not a good actor. I don't know. I I like him. I like him a lot. So what was next? Zombies. 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 Wow. CGI nightmare. They like zombie boobies. Zombies was basically a zoo of animals turning into zombies. And it that, was only with animals.
2: That is the dumbest idea.
1: It really... Yeah. and Oh, no. <laughs> not just a... I mean, okay, it's an okay idea. It's not dumb. It is dumb because it's hard to deliver. Like, how do you deliver and something as, as well stupid as that? Trucks. trucks. But, like, if you don't have the money to put oh. into CGI, it, it looked like... Dude, I feel so bad. <laughs> it
2: looks like Sharknado. <laughs> What's it look like?
1: It really was so bad, dude. Like, it is... I, I don't know, <laughs> It looked man. like
2: a mid-90s video
1: game. I turned it off. I oh, was yeah. like... I watched, like, 50 minutes of it, and, I, and, like, the dialogue and the and the CGI and stuff. I was just like, I can't even feel like this is real. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel real at all. And I just shut it off. I was like, yeah, go fuck yourself. But... I can't, you know, whoever wrote it, maybe directed it, you know, they maybe had a vision, but they just didn't have the budget. So I yeah. don't want to hate them for it. Yeah, like we all have ideas, and we wish that we I had will the budget. Say that is
3: definitely one of the ideas that I've always thought. Watching any zombie movies, it's like it how is come unique? the animals aren't getting infected? You oh know sure, what
1: I mean? well, and that's what they do. They fill that pock. right with a shitty movie. Man,
3: <laughs> so we want to talk about the crown jewel now. Let's do it.
1: Uh, let me see. Let me make sure. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah.
2: You got me over here flicking my bean. Let's do this. Yep. Yeah.
1: And the crown jewel of the worst or disappointing films, you decide, is Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters! Yeah! Yay. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Love Jenny. Or what's her name? Who was the big chick? Jenny McCarthy. Oh, Jenny, oh no. no. <laughs> I don't know what who name She's it.
3: related to McCarthy. Oh, but... she is? Is she?
1: Yeah. Oh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I, Melissa
3: McCarthy, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. So, this is
1: like that twins movie. <laughs> I'd stick her. Isn't it? Like she got the recessive genes?
3: <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Dude. No, I so love. So, you're saying she's Danny DeVito? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I'm being a dick, but honestly, uh, I really do like Melissa McCarthy. I like all the people that were involved.
2: Oh, I know. I know.
1: I like Bridesmaids. I like the director, all that shit. What was the chick's
3: name that played uh, Bankman?
1: Oh, I can't think of her. She's on Saturday Night Live. She does a really good job on all the characters. Oh, she plays Justin Bieber yeah, on Saturday Night <laughs> Live, yeah, and yeah. she and I've always thought, like, damn, that girl can like act right. like silly man. She's really good at being silly, but she didn't shine in this movie. No, she was one of the better parts of it, I guess, but she failed, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think it was her fault, though. I
2: think it's I don't just, know if it is either. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's uh, just. It's just another studio flick that's thrown together to like cash in on something. Dude, know. and why would he do that? Like why would he take that on? The, the director? Yeah. Well, for, how much money do you think that dude made? Uh. I don't think he I, I'm not saying anything to knock against the guy. Yeah, but
1: he just ruined his career. Uh, yeah, in well, a way that it's cuz he was on a fucking upswing, you know, yeah. like <clears throat> I just right. think
2: it's like that sometimes. I mean, Hopefully it didn't ruin his career, but it may have actually killed it.
1: And I hope Leslie Jones is cool now. Because I thought she was the best part of the movie, man. Oh, the, right. black, the black chick? Yeah.
2: She was phenomenal. She, she, was, was, she was hands down. She was down. the
1: best, funniest, yeah. most interesting part of the yeah. entire movie. Yeah. She was the only one that landed her lines. Yeah. Only one. Wow. Wow. But I don't know, man. Did you
3: guys ever see the YouTube reaction video where State Puff Marshmallows, like, watching the trailer for it? (laughs) And by the end, he's, like, sticking the gun in his mouth and (laughs) throwing his brains out. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, it's really serious. We'll have to link
1: that in the comments. But yeah, Ghostbusters is definitely the crown jewel of shit, although I will say the darkness and and, uh, the forest are pretty high up
3: there. Uh, I don't
1: know. I mean, there's obviously a so lot anything, of shitty movies. It'd be
3: like, number one, Ghostbusters, number two, The Forest, number three, The Darkness.
1: I don't know. You know what? Actually, Ghostbusters may not be as bad as as The Darkness.
2: <laughs> I, I have not seen The Darkness, but I did see Ghostbusters. It actually that's scratches. I have not finished Ghostbusters. I keep falling asleep when I try to watch it. Really? Well, that's not yeah, like a good time. T- yeah, well, there's nothing.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh. I don't want to, like, go over this again, but the villain was just obscenely fucking ridiculous and I hated him. I wanted him to die. I wish someone would just gone on and it would have turned into a snuff film, like, immediately.
3: (laughs) It would have been so much better if they just would have took... The last idea they had for the video game that came out for the 360. No, but see that rehashed so much shit, dude. It did, but if they they could have streamlined it. You know what I mean? They, they could have picked took out the, the new parts, parts of- in it. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't
1: know. I mean, I don't I don't think that game, the Ghostbusters game, is a perfect thing. I don't I think, still it's, a think perf- it's a great It's a better game. sequel than the Ghostbusters.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's the unofficial Ghostbusters 3.
1: It's I enjoyed game. the game. I enjoyed it. I played it. I, I loved it. I beat it. Still a great game. I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying that it's not as great as everybody makes it out to be. Like, I would still watch Ghostbusters 2 over it any day. I still enjoyed it. It felt like a real Ghostbusters movie or game or whatever. It was the best that they could probably do for... At the Uh time, literally, it's probably one of the best fucking movie games that they've made. Oh, for sure. Okay, so last two things I want to mention before we go. Uh, Some movies that we didn't get to see that I definitely want to point out is The Girl with All the Gifts, I've heard is really good. I've not had the opportunity or or been fortunate enough to see it.
2: It's called The Girl with All the Gifts?
1: Yeah, it's about a zombie. It's a zombie film where they're trying to...
2: Just not somebody's birthday?
1: Rehabilitate people who are infected. Okay. And um, so one of the people that's rehabilitating the people tries to loosen... They have all these mouth guards and, like, they're kids. Huh. And so they take the mouth guard off and she becomes a zombie and starts killing people or okay. something. You know what I mean? It's one of those, like, morality movies. Oh. I'll
2: have to check it so, out. Do you know
1: what I mean? Like, it, I've heard it's really not a bad movie at all. Okay. Also, another movie that's in subtitles is called We Are the Flesh. Okay. Really surreal, kind of demonic, crazy shit going on there. Another movie I really want to see. Shit. But guys, again, just to repeat, <laughs> we didn't see over 700 movies this this year uh, uh, that are all 2016. Yeah, we're sorry. Unfortunately, we couldn't watch five <laughs> movies a day, every single day, 300 and whatever fucking days a year. Yeah, okay,
2: masturbation takes up so much time in the day and I need, <laughs> I need to allocate that time and properly. And it really takes time to get it right. I know, right. pretty
1: much. And, and we know that this is a longer episode, but if you've made it to this... This point in the cast, please sound off in the comments on Horror Amino, YouTube, SoundCloud, anywhere that we're posted. Please let us know. We were very happy to be back, and we, we hope to provide a 2017 like you've never seen before. Oh, yeah. All new interviews. Masturbation. <laughs> horror shots. <laughs> masturbation.
3: Uh, so I don't know what to <laughs> say. <laughs> we're going to take this year, and we're going to grab it by the pussy. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, we hope you guys had a brand. happy Happy fucking New Year and uh, continue to have a great 2017 whatever your fucking wishes and dreams are I hope they all come true and that you get blown or sucked or whatever the hell it is that you want
3: Ooh, you can become a real boy
1: but <laughs> don't let 2016 get you down we're at a new year and that means all new problems
3: or uh, all new <laughs> wonderful <laughs> things
1: are gonna happen pretty much <laughs> no but thank you guys for coming
3: by it's great to see you guys you too alright You guys suck. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. All right, guys. Have a good one. Later. Tune in every Monday for a new episode.